0: Content advisory warning. The contents of this podcast will offend the easily offended. What you are about to hear is not intended for children, the puritanical, or the narrow-minded. We will offend. Sometimes we will make corrections. Other times, we will tell you to fuck off. But we will always discuss without canceling because we cannot become better individuals If we are not willing to have open and honest discussion, this is your only warning. Would you rather look at my titties? You transphobic
1: son of a bitch. What is Bluey and who is supplying it? Like there's a Peppa Pig character that's like trying to like chase and kill you or whatever. And so like that's the Peppa Pig that they like.
0: I was just thinking, you know, us losers gotta stick together, I don't know So
2: the orange thing has escaped me into the back of the house He's not supposed to be back there when the door's closed
3: I hope you're talking about your cat and not Donald Trump
2: mm. uh, <laughs> Yes, the cat Though I do He's love not- Cafefe <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's hiding top talk- secret documents in your drawer He must be
2: <laughs> back sense. there
0: Stuff <laughs> stuff in Stuffing my nightstand with documents
3: <laughs> He'll never find him here <laughs> But there's the, the toilet seat fallacy.
1: Do you know what that is?
0: So, so, you changed your behavior by just learning to sit down and pee?
1: Funny enough, she was actually a Republican when uh, she was registered as a Republican when we were first uh, together. So, you fuck her to the left, is what you say? I'm telling you, my dick is magic. My wife was raised by like
3: hardcore hippie liberals. So, you know, it balances the scales. <laughs> I
1: turned her into an anarchist.
2: <laughs> so you're saying she's a Trumpy?
1: No, he didn't say he fucked her stupid. He said he fucked her to the point of anarchism. <laughs> he fucked her crazy, not stupid. Welcome to From Here to Paternity, the dumpster fire of conversation. This is a podcast of forefathers coming together to discuss a variety of topics while trying to understand what it means to be a father, a man, and a healthy human being in this era. We created this podcast as a means to leave something behind for our children to one day understand us as the imperfect human beings that we are. Through this podcast, we can help ourselves to become overall better people participating in this mad and bizarre experiment that is existence. We will discuss complex and difficult topics at times. We aim to grow as people by being courageous enough to be openly honest receptive enough to be challenged and to learn together from our mistakes. At best, these discussions are lessons from which our future progeny might learn. We appreciate you taking time out of your life to listen to our nonsensical blatherings and hopefully it is an example of synchronicity that has brought us all together. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Here's to better understanding each other and maybe along the way, become a better people because of it. Hello, and welcome to From Here to Paternity, the dumpster fire of conversation. I am Scott, the man who watches birds and polishes turds. I'll pass it on to D-Man.
2: I'm Big D, and I'm the man with all the plans, typically. Anyway, um, next is Eric.
3: Hi, I'm Eric, the unapologetic geek, a writer of Paradox, master of wordification, first and last of his ilk, and I'll pass it off to Joe.
0: Hey, I'm Joe. Freshly out from the crushing weight of the world. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you don't look any slimmer. It didn't crush you that much.
1: <laughs> uh, He's resilient. Uh, the mass is still back. there. It's just, you know.
3: He's shrugging. Atlas shrugged. Great. There you <laughs> go. That's right. yep. You just can't see my
0: lower half. Yeah, that's a good thing. Did you
2: shorten some? Did it, did it squish you down? <laughs> you <lower it> down? <laughs> he has no legs. <laughs> I have no
0: legs.
1: Just no the switch. Switch. <laughs> Damien, that pops in my head From so kids. many times. Kids, oh, yeah! I have no legs. I have no legs.
2: I have no legs.
0: I haven't seen that in a long time.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm just so That's happy all, uh, you got
3: the
0: reference.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So am I, yeah.
1: <laughs> we watched that movie so many oh I times. know, I know. So and it's, many times. it's a horrible
2: fucking movie when you really That's think terrible. about it. It was well shot. It was a it was a good piece for the time, but the ending and all you know and all the discussion about like but it, I mean it was very uh it was very truthful to the times and it was a movie of its time and whatnot. But yeah. it was just still when I go back and i think about that movie it's like holy fuck they actually did that oh you know it's, yeah it's kind of disturbing so but anyway
1: well but like you know it was hey, meant like, to be like, disturbing was, yeah yeah so. and it was a it was a very raw and honest yes um reflection on yes. i wouldn't say broad brushed of like adolescence in the 90, 90s but uh a at least maybe in new york but you know a good spot of it yeah, yeah and yeah. Rosa- rosaria dawson came from that right? mm-hmm. so, yeah yep yeah. um so joe anything like in the past two weeks since we last recorded been going on in your life
0: uh yeah, jackie's uh dealing with uh kidney stones uh Oof. ow <laughs> um, sorry so, to hear yeah. that <laughs> uh, oh yeah and then just work uh annoying as it is um not not a whole lot that is coming to mind as of now i'm probably repressing a lot <laughs> <laughs>
2: repression you is a, a very you wonderful
0: a we're <laughs> <afraid>.
1: <laughs> 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 oh. oh
2: another good line
0: yeah
1: anything that you're watching
0: Uh, we finally got to episode one of season 11 of The Walking Dead. Mm. Oh, wow! And then uh, Jackie started to nod off, so (laughs) paused it and uh, we'll pick that up later. So, but yeah, we're finally there. So, I'm excited, I guess. Nice, okay. How about you guys?
1: What about you, Damien?
2: Um watching uh, or still watching um whatchamacallit? Uh uh the Handmaid's Tale. Uh season, I think I'm in season four, season three, late season three or something like that. I don't know. It's it's good. I I'm you know, I enjoy it. It's definitely got some moments to it that are very cringy and uh um and or it's like why the fuck would you do that kind of thing anyway um and uh still watching um uh which star wars thing am i on now i can't even remember right now i got my head up. you were
1: watching i think obi-wan last
2: time i finished obi-wan i finished obi-wan um that was good yeah i'm on andor back on andor that's what i'm watching um i think i'm almost to the end of the first season at this point so and I'm really looking, they're re-releasing uh, season three of The Mandalorian, I guess? Or have soon, they already yeah. released it? Yeah, soon. I don't know when, but
3: soon.
2: Yeah, can't wait yeah. to catch that one. Um, but uh, not really listening to any particular music um, right now. I've been mostly listening to podcasts, specifically <laughs> ours, I guess. They're long, <laughs> so trying to find the time to fit it all in, um, you know, and uh, you know, basically dealing with the the trials and tribulations of life and fatherhood so beyond that so yeah Yeah. but moms is doing quite a bit better she's on her immunotherapy now so yeah um she's still having uh some side effects from the radiation there's uh what is it the uh i can't remember they called it something radiation something or other where they get uh, inflammation inside the lung and oh, some yeah, sputum yeah. from that and coughing and whatnot but uh beyond that the the tumor is still much much smaller now so that's yeah that's always
1: that's a good the goal. thing yeah so that's absolutely yeah the goal. that's oh, hopefully
2: thing. they'll get it to a point where it's either gone or operable so
1: yeah that's excellent. Mm-hmm. that's
2: excellent so how about you eric what's been going on with you so
1: well at the risk
3: of bringing down the entire internet on top of me to beat the shit out of me i've been playing hogwarts legacy It's amazing. (laughs) How dare you, (laughs) you transphobic
1: son of a bitch!
0: (laughs) Separate the art from the
1: artist, now, Scott. I know, right? I know. No, no, no. I know. I know. (laughs) I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Online, like people who are terminally online, give this way too much. Like, put way too much effort into this controversy. It's pointless. It's a great game. I fully support it. I support the hundreds of people who spent thousands of hours making it just so I could be entertained. you know.
1: Yeah, it looks awesome. I'm a, a, I'm a big
2: proponent of voting with my dollars. I have not eaten at Chick-fil-A in years, um, even though they've kind of sort of They're changed some so of their stances delicious. on things. I, I actually don't like it that much, honestly, but so it's not a big loss <laughs> to me. Other than their fries, oh, I did love the waffle fries. But anyway. Yeah, anyway. the, the really like
3: hateful yeah. person behind Chick-fil-A. Yeah. He like retired yeah.
2: like 10 years ago or something. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the place is tainted. It's tainted.
3: Anyway, anyway. other than that, let's see. Um, I recently rediscovered Information Society. They're still around from like the late 80s hmm. synth pop band. You know, What's On Your Mind? Pure Energy. Um, uh. Apparently they made a comeback about eight years ago. Um, and I remember back then when it happened. And I remember I got their first album after they made the comeback and I thought it was trash and that was awful, but they've apparently released like three or four more albums since then. And I've been making my way through them and they're actually really good. They're so much better. Um, so yeah, if you, uh, if you grew up in the eighties and you listen to synth pop, like I did information society is still out there.
2: <laughs> synth pop. Um, what kind of easy? Like, okay. All right.
3: Yeah. It's hard to, explain. like,
2: like, back
1: like new order style, kinda. Like mm, imagine like industrial music but was... is a lot happier. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: okay. I, I think I understand. Like a
3: now, really now. happy
1: Nine Inch Nails, kinda. Yeah. <laughs> like, what was yeah. it that the you and me are, are in? Medication. We're in this together now, but in a very positive way. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you and me, we're in this together now, and I love it so much. God, I'm so it. happy. God, <laughs> Wait, the pet shop
3: boys are considered synth pop? I guess technically, yeah, they would be synth pop because I mean, all their instrumentation okay. is synth, synths. So, yeah.
2: I'm sorry, I was just looking it up real quick.
3: Block of
1: sea <laughs>
2: Depeche Mode is, is that I guess technically synthpop. Yeah,
1: Depeche Mode, I could see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're putting out but a new they, album. They were happy. Like a week they were something.
2: actually pretty. They were pretty. They're dark very sometimes. depressing.
3: They're they're yeah. like oh, heroin. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like uh, it was my wife who came up with this 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 like chart of the '80s music that I listened to, and she was like, "Okay, you take if if you put them on a bunch of caffeine and uppers, you get Duran Duran. You put them on heroin, you get Depeche Mode." You um God, what was the other one? <laughs> there was another one. Uh I can't remember now, but it was really funny, trust me. <laughs> um what? oh and if you if you uh, if you throw in autoerotic asphyxiation, you get in excess. <laughs> 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 <Nice>.
4: <laughs> yes.
3: And um god, what was the other one? Oh uh, uh no, no, never mind. I don't remember the other one. There was another one. It was like it was like um alcohol. You get or alcohol and weed. You get sublime, obviously. Oh, uh, um,
2: yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's
3: easy. But there were more of them. But she she had like a whole list of all the music I listened to and everything was related to a certain drug. It was great.
4: Mm.
3: <laughs> oh, that's so
1: fantastic. That's awesome. I love that. I love that.
0: Yeah. Speaking of going so, through like so uh, 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 other people's catalogs, I have been listening to more Gary Newman lately too.
1: Oh, wow. That's old. Short people have no uh, right to live or whatever it is. That's Hmm? apt since he has no legs. (laughs) 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 So, what about you, Scott? Uh, What have you been up to? Um, So, uh, we're still on season 11 of Walking Dead. Like we're like halfway through, so yeah. When Joe said like he's on like episode one of season eleven, I was like, "Holy moly!" Yeah, you were like, uh, "Plowing through." Yeah, we haven't made much. We're we we watch maybe one a night, some like most nights or so. But like, uh um, and and my youngest is addicted to Bluey, um, and so I am a Bluey dad. Um, um question what is bluey yeah
0: like, what is bluey and who is supply? Bluey. <laughs>
1: uh, oh, bluey. I
0: know it's the dog or
2: whatever. yeah it's an australian
1: yeah. kid show it's yeah. okay. on disney plus and it's like Damn. all like re- like young kids are are really like again my my youngest is in second grade so like mm-hmm. everyone in the class loves bluey and okay that stuff and so um hey i was yeah. a
2: Big fan of of my oldest's uh, um, Peppa Pig phase, so <laughs> that Peppa was a really. Was I love fine. that show. I love Peppa, Peppa Pig. Pig was
1: fine. This is actually like I actually love this as because it's uh, to me it it really is it models not only good things for kids but also for parents. Yeah, right, and ha- and and how to handle situations. So, like, I think the way that like. I think there's some, like, I'm kind of like, you enable your kids a little bit too much, you know, like there could be some better boundaries. But again, that's where me and, and like my kids will sit down and talk about like, you know, they would go like, dad, you'd never, you'd never do allow us to do that. Or you would never do that. You know, and and again, we would talk about, well, why is that? And and they would like that's just not a like it's not appropriate or whatever, blah blah blah. blah. And, and and we can have those conversations. And yeah. Stuff.
2: And what so, I what I always loved about um about Peppa Pig was that um everything can be solved by t- jumping in muddy puddles. <laughs> 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 or or I'm sorry and a hug. There's yeah. one of the two. you know, But although you know, jumping in muddy puddles. Solution to everything. Talk about
1: yep, freedom yeah. and the no caring and just, you yeah. know, just get in there. Just yeah, jump in some muddy puddles. Like my kids, my kids have like have not been a big fan of of Peppa Pig. Oh, um, they I'm just, sorry. They, like they haven't. No, like they, they haven't really dug that one, but they like uh, they like Bluey and Peppa Pig. I guess there's a Roblox game where like there's a Peppa Pig character that's like trying to like chase and kill you or whatever. And so like, that's the Peppa Pig that they like. That's the only Peppa Pig that they like. I mean, my my
2: oldest is into like FNAF and she plays this game on the Wii or not Wii, the switch where like you're, you know, Basically, it's a jump scare game where the, you know, you're know you in a dark place, like a dark bedroom or something. You have to keep checking the doors and listening for breathing. And it's like, and and, and, and half yeah. the time, even if you do the job right, it still kills you. You know, it's like all of a sudden it throws the <laughs> you door can do open and, wrong there's and this, this
3: still lose That's life. this yeah.
2: horrible, like bloody robot with you know, teeth and shit. And anyway, uh, <laughs> and you die right then. So. Anyway. They're
3: actually making a movie.
0: I know. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't there like a wasn't there a there was a short that they did where was, was there? I don't know. Well, I don't know if it was really like affiliated
3: with that, but it everything.
1: Mm. But what's but five, Nights FNAF five Nights? Oh, at Five Nights. Okay. FNAF. I was like, "FNAF," uh, like, because I was about to bring up. You know, that kind of sounds like Five Nights at Freddy. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs>
3: exactly what we're
1: talking about. <laughs> I'm so old. Uh, well, uh, I didn't. Uh, she You're would say, um, you know,
2: She would say, "Like, You're I want to. I want to read some. You know, I like FNAF. I'm like, what's FNAF? You Finally, <laughs> like the the acronym has has sunk in, and now I don't. know. I know. I know. You but FNAF, your goddamn
1: abbreviation. Yeah, really? Seriously? <laughs> yeah. It was use uh, a damn word.
0: 2008 or 2018 it's called the hug okay it was a it was like a like five minute short film it just dealt with like uh a kid wandering off at uh like a chuck e cheese mm-hmm. and there's one of the animatronic like bears
2: oh like, that you know? yeah i know that one yeah yeah, yeah. that was yeah. the one that uh st- that's what started it all right
0: or well, is that I, just a short based I, on? I, it? I think it was inspired by because I don't remember when. Yeah. Uh, five I have no idea. Came yeah. out, but uh,
2: I could I could look at her. She's got all the books. It's got a copyright in it. I could look it up. But
1: anyway, and then uh, yeah, I'm still like. There's a, another thing that came up like, in the the process of starting the business and the com- one of the companies that I was going to use. Like I was like, okay, I'm ready for this. And so, like, great, we'll get you linked up with this or whatever, blah blah blah. Like, already know the company that I'm like the product that I'm going to use, all these different stuff or whatever. And so then they link me up with this person, and it's a salesperson, and I'm like, why am I talking to you? I already want to like like they're trying to sell me on their product. I'm like, no, 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 I've already been talking to someone about your product. I want to use it. I need to talk to a person about setting up with an agent so that I can get like get y'all to, like, go ahead and start this process. And they're like, oh, okay, well, we're going to send you something. And then that'll trigger, when you sign that on Monday, that'll trigger the person to reach out to you. And then it'll be about another two weeks. And I'm like, you sons of fucking bitches. Like, what the fuck? Like, I like, like, the otherwise, like, I like this company. But, like, this part of the process was just, like, such a fucking, like, pain in the butt to like the way that they structure like any structure it or whatever that like i'm talking to a salesperson and they send me to another salesperson to like schedule this to do a demo i don't need the demo i don't need the demo i just need you to no they're not trying to No, it's just a complete and total repeat i'm (laughs) like then why the fuck am i like why are we doing that like what what the fuck the
3: the movie right before the movie (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. really (laughs) Yeah.
0: Just so, a reminder of what you're getting ready to watch, case yeah. <laughs> you forgot. You know, yeah.
2: yeah. F- FNAF came out in 2014, by the way, as a video
0: game. Yeah, so, that's why I figured it yeah. was probably the.
2: So it, it, so if that video short, it, you know, came out earlier than anyway, no, got it came go to out in 2018.
0: Ah, uh, no, it 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 probably all originated from from somebody probably. getting locked inside of Chuck E. Cheese when they were a kid. Yeah. You know, well, night,
1: I,
2: I, you I know? remember something earlier than any of that stuff that was like about that exact thing like maybe it was a little like a story from somewhere or like a little short on YouTube but there was something that came out before FNAF or any of that that was about like being locked in a Chuck E. Cheese kind of place with animatronics
0: yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised the killer clowns from outer space and whatnot.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, the show is about to start in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6,
1: 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. So uh, today we're going to be talking about like building relationships in front of kids. So... Like, this is, you know, what he means is we're going to talk mean, about how we
3: build relationships in front of kids. Not we're not going to talk in front of kids because that would be a bad
1: idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, God, no, we don't even want those fuckers around, like, like at any point in time, let alone like, yeah, no. Um, Sorry. And so this, right. this, this relates, you know, no, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That was definitely an ambiguous statement. Um <laughs> but like, uh, um, so this this relates to people with that that are you know married, divorced, or like widowed. Like so so. But again, we're like, not
3: going to talk about polygamists, okay? So just yeah. stop. yes <laughs> no, yes, yeah, none of that.
1: <laughs> them,
3: all right. I mean, yeah, fuck them all you it's, want, but no, yeah, not so gonna that's be part <laughs> not part kind of the point.
1: <laughs> Isn't that the <laughs> motto? like no, so so you know, just kind of like like how, how we go about like you know doing that like so so basing this off of like um, Bandera Bandera's like social cognitive theory um, of that we learn you know um, we learn behaviors by watching others, right?
3: I had no idea. Antonio Banderas was a psychiatrist. Yeah.
1: And so like, you know, we learn, we learn our, our, our behaviors, our psychologies, you know, our, our, our actions from looking at others. Right. And so how parents can model, you know, for their kids. Right. And, and that, that, that we were just like last time talking about, um, Last time we were talking about like modeling health and healthy behaviors, right? Um, health and so, um, you know. So, Joe, what are some of your thoughts like with in this regard? You're muted. Ah.
0: I'm sorry. A, you raised your, <laughs> well, he
1: raised, he raised your hand,
3: hand. too. With me, well, you raised your hand. <laughs> I mean you're little, you're little, I was little, to your little your little button, button. I,
0: I was trying to <laughs> unmute my the button and I I guess I pushed that and then I was I was like ooh what is this? Because I had this little thing, editor in charge has something to say. I'm like oh, no I don't why are you calling on me?
3: Damn it. Uh. <laughs> Still says it too. I don't know. There you go. Oh, okay. there you
0: I go. Clicked there it go. And it went away. Yeah. There you
1: go. I that's why I, like. I was like, okay, apparently like Joe really had something to say about this. <laughs> he is dancing his whole little square is dancing around in our chat. Oh, is that just how just it bouncing? Works? Yeah, yeah. yeah say, it was, I thought that yeah. was
0: when I banged the uh desk. Everything
2: that kinda. could
3: totally be useful and handy instead of me just going like I'm <laughs>
2: Yeah, I never noticed that there's. I've know, never
1: noticed it either. I Seen the hand, I there, didn't know what it meant. Just, I didn't know but, what
0: the hell it did. <laughs>
1: <Yep>. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 see, I see me. Is, uh, I go dick, I click on <laughs> and it goes away. <laughs> yeah? Fuck. Fuck you! There you go. See, oh.
0: okay, so we learned a new feature. Oh, yeah. This oh.
3: technology
1: so interesting. No. <laughs> <There> <laughs> is here's here's this is a little bit like i guess kind of like off topic but i think it relates right because again like this is like you know you know about uh, again modeling relationships and stuff like that why did you marry your spouse
0: are you talking like, to what me was, or just, just i'm everybody. going to oh.
1: <laughs> i want like I, I want this to be to kind of go around like why did you marry your spouse like Joe, why did you marry your your wife? Uh,
0: this is a question I had to answer therapy the other day. Or, um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's prepared. Look at that.
0: <laughs> Not really, because it's like it's it still it's, it's, have a good it's, answer. It's, Cheater. It's, you know, no, it's just a hard, you know, it's a hard thing. I mean, I mean, there's, you know, you know, what other people see, what I what I what I saw, you know. Um uh you know, at the time, um, we jived really well with with talking, and communication, and um, our view jab of the world.
1: So, I speak jab. Um, <laughs> I spe- that's what yeah. I was thinking. Was like, I speak Everybody jab pain right? Pain
0: <laughs> I speak jab. We meshed well. <laughs> um. Uh. Um. But again, I mean, she was she was a person that you know we could the two of us could be up at Denny's and it, it, it just talk for like hours and hours. I mean, there was a there was one night that we stayed up talking until the sun started coming up, and then mm-hmm. went to Walmart for some random reason, and never actually I don't think we even went in. We wound up just like sitting in the parking lot watching the sun come up you know, it was just, you know, there was just,
2: in that old red Honda civic.
0: Yes. yes, <laughs> Yeah. That had the, uh, the, the shrinking device in the door. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, you know, cause it was, it was, you know, it was weird in the beginning. Cause I remember, you know, like, you know, sh- she went outside for like a smoke break and it's like, I was getting a smoke break. And so. I went outside, too, and she had walked around the side of the building because she didn't want people to know that she smoked at work, really, um, or see her smoking. And I kind of went around there to just, you know, chit chat with her. And, you know, at the time, I guess she was just like really shy, you know, so um, it was just kind of a awkward. But then later on, um, she had expressed to a coworker, worker um, you know, that she liked me and all that. So the, the coworker kind of got us together um, and we just started talking and really meshed our w- worldviews or our ideas on religion and whatnot meshed, you know, and but just kind of went from there. You know? So. Awesome. Without getting too much into the, Details. Yeah.
1: No, no, no. Yeah. No. I like not just, just, yeah. Like not, not, not deep details or anything. Just like, why was it like, why do you think you got married? Like, yeah. Like what is it that you think that you led to you getting married to your, your, your wife? Right. Um, It's just sort of like the curiosity. I thought that was a, like a really great answer. Um, what about you, Eric? Like you kind of talked about this a little bit um, before
3: well, you know, um, it's really important cuz my species is dying. We need to form some like human hybrid <laughs> kind of thing. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> Keep the theme, yes. Love it. Um,
3: now, no. Now, did um, she
0: lay
2: an egg when your child was born or did- <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's gonna come out fully formed. I was wondering, it ruptured ruptured from forth from her abdomen. Um, We
3: sewed her back up, it's fine. Surprisingly accurate, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, because we uh were we were best friends and neither one of us wanted to be alone. And you know, call me a romantic, we love each other. The end, (laughs) and you know, she was the kind of girl who like. I was having a big fight with my roommate. She didn't like my roommate either. So uh, she comes over to my place. She like drives down from Maryland to my place um, when I lived in Florida. And uh, she just Jeez. has That's extremely commitment. loud sex just to piss her off, my roommate. <laughs> 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 so, like,
1: <laughs> match made in heaven. <laughs> What so what is it though that about her that like really like you feel like you really connect with?
3: Well, I mean, we have it's not it's not just that we have a lot of the same interests. It's that like we both want the same kind of things out of life and we have like goals that mesh. Um you know, we complement each other more than um Yeah, it's more of a complimenting each other than being like identical copies of each other, you know, like Mm
4: -hmm.
3: she likes to read. I like to write. She likes to work. I like to stay at home, do the dad thing. Um, You know, it's things like that. You know, she doesn't like to cook. I love to cook. Um,
1: And. uh, Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's just I don't know. I don't know how else to answer it. No, 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 no. I, like so, so not only do you have like complementing interests, but you also have the yin and yang kind of balance. Absolutely,
3: yeah. She's very left brained. Yeah. I'm very right brained. Um, yeah, you know, she takes things too seriously. I don't take
1: things seriously enough. You know,
3: stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: and, and and kind of like you, do you feel like that. Blends brings you from kind of like you and I kind of joke about like we keep each other from going off of our political cliffs, right? Absolutely. Like do you feel yeah, it's very similar? Like do you yeah. feel like you guys similar? Like, her?
3: even though politically she's basically turned into an anarchist, so <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm, I support, I'm with that. I love it. Get <laughs> it all burned, burn
4: it to I'm, the ground. I'm,
3: Hey like man, I, I, we were eating dinner, and she said, "You know what? I think I finally figured out my political views. I'm an anarchist." I'm like, "Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll go get the Molotov cocktails. Let's go. Let's go."
1: <laughs> it all comes back to: I believe in the end, we're all just going to like find a way of becoming <laughs> anarcho-communists, right? Yeah, like, right. Oh, that's funny. Like the like the the the, the libertarian collectivism. <laughs> Um, and so <laughs> just anarcho anarcho-communists or whatever, like this this strong libertarian collectivism. <laughs> we are the Borg.
3: Authoritarianism is
1: resist is useless.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: hey,
2: as evidenced in, in um in Star Trek with the Borg Queen in any, <laughs> you know in any, you know, free society, authoritarianism always seems to creep in there always somewhere, wins. you yes. know. And it always creeps in, you know. So anyway.
1: <laughs> it's funny. So so um for me, like I've I've said this, like there was a gut feeling like in and, and that's intriguing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I had b- really Could've bad some, gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just, I was really bloated, um, and unleashed Damn. it on Damien later on in the the, the <laughs> cheap motel. Uh, but no, like there was like this gut feeling that I had whenever I met my wife at the party. Um, <laughs> and funny enough, at one point. Like, because like anytime you're able to just like hang out in a closet and chat with someone kind of hiding away and just like, you know, just kind of chatting or whatever. It was a you closet know,
2: relationship at first. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah right. <laughs> in so many different ways. Yes. Um,
2: you both had to come out of the closet for that one to blossom.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, like, but no, like, like. I like I, I there was something that I knew some sort of intuition you know and that that I knew like this was the person that, that I'm going to marry right um just like and and it was it was like I don't know how I I, I knew that but like but again like like Joe, Joe kind of talked about like we meshed like um you know again she dated Eric one of your friends um after that party and i still knew like i was going to marry this girl like yeah my wife like she dated four or five other guys after she
3: broke up with me the first time and I, the whole time i still knew that like
1: there was just something about her that she was going to be a part of my life forever um, yeah yeah Oh yeah, no, like and and like when I talked to my wife now, like she was like, oh no no no, like and she even tried to to like break up with me once, and I was like, you just weren't uh. having
4: it. I emailed her, like laughing.
1: I emailed her laughing because she sent me this email, like you know I I break people's hearts and I can't you know whatever blah 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 and I'm like, oh you're just such a pimp. Oh look at you, like. Normally, I would just be like, no, why is this happening? But I was like, this is ludicrous. This is the just most insane email I have ever gotten. <laughs> you are such a lunatic. And like just laughing the whole thing off, like uh, like her attempted breakup with me. Pro tip, like, if a girl up- breaks up with you usually wow.
3: reacting with laughter and being like, you can't
1: possibly break up with me is a really bad idea. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but like, and, and, and again, like the whole thing was like, she was just terrified because she was like, if I date this... <laughs> I, I would know.
2: be terrified too, Scott. I, I can completely
1: understand where she's coming There's, from. I kept on telling her, there is nothing to fear so long as you put the lotion on the skin. How many times do I have to get this through your head? God. It's not that big of a deal. Or else like like, (laughs) she like no like she was just scared that because of the fact that like if she dated me, like she seriously felt like it was gonna be a long-term like this was it, right? And and that concept of like, you know, being a young like again, we were like early twenties, right? And, and it was funny because we went to like L.A. and were we were like with her cousin's wedding, and we had been married like uh, eight years already by that time, because because uh, our our oldest was just born or had just been born, like, and so like we had already been married for eight years, and we're at our, our her cousin's wedding, who's older than I am and I'm older than my, my wife. And so like, they were like probably mid early to like mid thirties or whatever, whenever they got married. But like, so we're over in LA and we're like, Oh yeah. yeah." Like you guys are married. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How long have you been married? Like eight years. Like how old were you when you got married? We're like, oh, you know, 25, blah, blah, blah. Like, Mm -hmm. and they're like, that's so quaint. Like (laughs) they're like, it's so Midwestern of you. Like how, Florida man, That's- <laughs> how wholesome is that? You know, like, and I was like, "Wait, what, when do y'all get married out here?" <laughs> yeah, like, wait, what? Like, they get married in their
2: forties like, because forty is and 40s? money apparently. Right, so, right, yeah. right, right.
1: Exactly. Right, and, and so it was like this, this really weird. And, and so, like, so, so, I, you know, I get that. You know, like, still, I was like, I'm not getting married until I'm 25. You know, because I was like, people that get married before 25, like between 18 and 25 have a 71% chance of getting a divorce or whatever, rate Mm -hmm. of divorce and all this different stuff and blah, 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 blah. So I was like, no, this is pretty reasonable. We're mid-20s, whatever, all that. But like, so I kind of get her like, you know, the, the, the commitment worry and all this different stuff or whatever. But like, yeah, we would talk on the phone like for hours, like every day, you know.
3: No, you hang, up. you hang out You hang out Yeah, 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 exactly.
1: <laughs> and, and. both fall and, asleep. And, long distance
2: bill. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, yeah. Back when long
1: distance was a thing. <laughs> he would keep. And you had would, long distance rates and he'd, stuff. He'd yeah. tell her
2: he he's going to flip around and do her like a refrigerator. refrigerator. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that went her over. Like, when I stuck the first little, like, it was my art, but I pretended like it was a. It, but it looked like a child's artwork. When I stuck the first little artwork on her back, she was like, <laughs> "That's it. This is this is the this rest was, of my life right here."
0: Refrigerator magnet on you. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, you no,
1: know, like, like, so, and and also, like, before we were married, seventy five percent. I calculated it because I'm that much of a nerd. But like uh, 75% of our, our relationship was spent long distance, right? Which to me I see as a benefit because of the fact that she didn't have to you know, smell you. Yeah. Or, well, yeah
2: that. <laughs> but no, but like, you, you know, interact with you all the time.
1: <laughs> but it, it really forced us to talk to each other and and communicate and get to know each other and like really understand each other, right? And you know, and everything. So, so uh, like I, I, I had appreciated, and and again, we we had lived together and everything. So we also like knew, you know, some of the 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 drawbacks. And and again, if you're getting, you know, we'll, we can talk about this when we actually talk more in depth about marriage or whatever and stuff like marriage. that. Marriage. Like, no, no. I know I, every time you say that, Eric, I'm like. <laughs> Ooh, I have, uh, well, yeah, exactly. the princess bride, the priest, I'm like I love it I have to so, put marbles no, like, in my like,
2: mouth to get that sound
1: <laughs> understand the things that irritate you in the beginning of a relationship are going to be the things that'll be there the whole time Yeah. so accept those be ready yeah. to accept those things
2: yeah I think acceptance is one of the most important things in a relationship is that the, the other person's going to always have quirks that you are going to be like Ugh, to you but it's like you just have to accept that that's the way they are and if you can accept that then it makes everything else a lot easier
1: after that so accept and compromise right because you oh. also have to you have to like yeah like again
2: yeah i agree you, you, yeah. there's always going to be compromise but what i'm saying is the things that can't be changed like you know maybe she smacks when she eats her food or something or you know there's just you, there's lots of things like that that it's just little stupid shit that's just like it's annoying and m- maybe you ask them to try to do something about it but then they don't or can't or whatever and you just you know you either accept that that's okay or you don't and if you don't accept it then that's not going to work for you you know so
3: I don't know like I think you have to <laughs> you do have to accept your mm-hmm. um the the quirks of your of your partner. But at the same time, you do have to always be willing to change and compromise yourself, but never Agreed. expecting yeah. them to do the same. Like, like it's it's that whole yes. 80, 20 philosophy that you should always be the one who's putting eighty percent of of the effort into your relationship, and the other person should feel exactly the same way. Like, yeah, it, it's it's that kind of uh, dichotomy where like there's also this. <laughs> my brain is in a it's a bunch of different places here, but there's the the toilet seat fallacy. Do you know what that is? It's go for. Um, it you always believe that you put the toilet seat down because every time you have forgotten to put the toilet seat down, you don't remember it. Why would you? But in <laughs> she right. is never going to remember the times that you put it down, but she will always remember every time you left it up. Right. Yeah. That's the toilet seat <laughs> yeah. fallacy. Um, <clears throat> and I feel like a lot of relationships get a lot of tension and a lot of stress because they don't recognize that, that kind of uh, interplay between like the, the changes that people are making sometimes don't go noticed. Um, or don't mm-hmm. go appreciated because they, they're kind of in the background they're like they're they're quality of life improvements that you don't really notice but if they weren't there mm-hmm. you would notice um
0: so so you changed your behavior by just learning to sit down and pee
3: <laughs> no no like my species um does it differently i don't want to talk about it yeah it's embarrassing <laughs> we excre- we excre-
2: our urine through our skin when we're is it, you know? is it, is it
3: once a year you ever seen those videos where people like will will drink milk and like spit it out of their like tear
1: duct? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so when he's shaving uh, in the morning, looking in the mirror. So many
1: terrible flash image, like my flashbacks to videos that disgust me, like came at that moment. Not like No, and and so in healthcare we have a similar thing, right? It like the full moon, you know fallacy right like that, oh, that right. Yeah, yeah they've done that one right they that, oh, everybody that, thinks
3: that that's true too yeah.
1: right like that in,
2: in my healthcare, health like, my
1: mother swears it has to be true uh-huh. yeah 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 like you go through any department and they'll say like eds like they'll say like everybody comes in you know during in the ed on a full moon like all these different things will happen like mental health like you know, people have more mental health issues during a full moon, more pregnant or more deliveries, you know, during a full moon, all this different stuff. And it's because you're noticing the full moon and then identifying that and paying attention to that day because you just noticed the full moon, but you're not recognizing the, the phase of the moon. On the other days that you're like, things are going off the chain. So therefore you're not tying it to the moon on those days. So those just sort of go by the wayside and you're holding on to the memory of the full moon and the incidences that happened on the full moon. And when they actually do studies, there's no change. Right. It's a day like any other day. That is a very similar phenomenon. Yeah. Yes. Right. So it's, it's our biases, right? We want to see a pattern. And so therefore we connect to that pattern, right? and, and, and everything. Right. And so, so yeah, similar thing. Yes. Yes. I, I, and so we, we do that to, so supporting your statement there, we do that in so many different ways oh absolutely and in yeah. so many different, you know, spheres of, you know, because again, our minds want to find patterns, right? Our minds are constantly looking for patterns. And like it's the, really the concept of
3: intentional blindness.
1: Yep. Yes. Right. Because again, that's how we survive. Right. Yeah. by you know, like what does the cloud look like a fucking cloud because it's a cloud <laughs> it doesn't look like anything we just put the pattern in there what does this star shape look like nothing but Anus. we see it because our brain looks for yeah because our brain looks for patterns mm-hmm. right and that's that's what our brain is designed to do so therefore we find these biases because our brains constantly trying to find the pattern yeah. and we're not looking for the honest truth right because right. our brain isn't designed to see the honest truth, so yeah, it no, hasn't no, no. evolved I love that to
2: of... see the honest truth. It's evolved right. to find patterns. So
1: right, 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 yeah. right. Because that's that's what allowed us to survive yeah. to this point, right? Yeah, and so, because- what about Damien? Here's an inter- like um, I'm like I'm curious about this. Why did you marry your wife? And I think this is a an you know, interesting I, one
2: I've, of- I've spent thousands <laughs> of dollars and. Many years now, <laughs> trying to forget all of that and put all of that behind me.
3: <laughs> Get on the chair, Damien. You're going to tell us
2: everything.
1: No, but I think but no, but I think this is like a fair. Like, like no, it's fair. Yeah, it's yeah,
2: fair. Yeah. I'm going to answer the question. I'm just you know letting you know that. Um,
1: <laughs>
2: let's see. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. Anyway. Um. So so when when I met her, I mean there, there's. I'm just gonna go be you know upfront with this. There was a little bit of the white knight thing going on there. There just was because she's you know divorced single mother, and so the little bit of that was coming forward. But um, when I met her, she seemed like well, I don't know how else to put this other than that she she seemed like a winner. She seemed like uh, smart, intelligent. You know, could carry on a conversation. We had similar political views. Um, we like stayed up all night talking for like the beginning part of the relationship and so on and so forth. And I mean, you know, then there's the the bedroom parts and whatnot that was compatible. So, you know, I mean, slot or tab a slot B, you know, all that good (laughs) stuff. Um, But, you know, and and just, you know, we had a lot of fun, you know, and um, enjoyed each other's company. And she was smart. And I, you know, the whole being able to carry on a conversation with her about a lot of different things and not just politics or whatnot, but it was a lot of different things um, was uh, it was very appealing to me. So I, I was like, OK, and, you know, I'm kind of a commitment person. And once I jump in with both feet, it's kind of that's where I'm at, you know, and that's where I'm going to be. And I'm staying on this train until, you know. Until it stops, or whatever, you know, um or so
3: crashes and burns or crashes miles and, miles and burns as that uh,
2: did, yeah, so yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, and you know and and so you know the the real question is, you know it isn't so much why I got into a relationship with her or what I found attractive, but it was this why did I stay after all the red flags started to pop up is the real question, and that's the part that um was a lot, you know, it took me a while to really you know, understand, but, um, you know, like uh, it it really comes down to, I didn't want to let her or her son or her family down by not going forward with the marriage. And so it was again, like that whole, it was a bit of that white night kind of thing. And I thought it would get better. I really did. I thought that she was just having cold feet and I was seeing things that weren't there. And trying to give myself reasons to get out, and really, no, that was all there, and <laughs> they, they were they were legitimate reasons to get out. So, um, but that's kind of the gist of of all of that. And
1: so, kind of like 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 not trusting your your intuition or your yeah. Like I, I was I was
2: having an into I was having a gut feeling. Kind that,
1: of rationalize it away. Yeah.
2: yeah, and then I decided to yeah rationalize it away. I didn't want to trust it because. Um, because I've had, a, you know, a problem in the past of letting go of really good people because of those feelings. And it's like, you know, so it almost became a reverse. It's like, well, if I'm having those feelings, then I probably should ignore them, you know, because they are leading me in the wrong direction. But it wasn't necessarily true. Those feelings are just feelings, you know. And so anyway, I, I yeah, I rationalized all of the all of the what, you know. The rational side of my brain was saying, "No, there's problems here, and I was like, "No, there's not problems i'm just I'm just coming up with reasons why I shouldn't be committed instead of coming up with reasons to be you know, but no, it was those were real reasons, and I should have listened you know, I should have listened to the voice in the back of my head in that sense instance at least well, so, and, but and, I, again i wouldn't have I wouldn't have my oldest daughter if it wasn't for right. going through all that so I, I am you know grateful that I did so yeah.
1: Well, and, and that's where I like I was just going to like challenge one thing, because, again, it's it's the the provider in me or whatever is the, the concept of shoulds. There is no such things as shoulds should like like those are just ways of beating ourselves up. Right. And yeah. And, you know, um, if it had gone the other way, you'd now be talking about how you how you shouldn't have. Or how you yeah. let that one go. Yeah. because're yeah, yeah. just falling into, into the same pattern. Yeah. No, right? no, I get it. Into- it.
2: It is what right. it is ultimately. Right. Um, yeah, you know, one of my favorite sayings in life is it is what it is. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah. Cause it no, honestly no, all is no, what it is. Yeah, so. No, exactly. And, and and like in it, so like I, I like did some research, like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do research for, for us to have some background by, behind what we talk about a little bit. And, you know give some information and and like the so one of the therapies that they use in in here is acceptance and commitment their uh, uh commitment therapy act which is a therapy approach that i really like it's one yeah, of the my tools, therapist again, keeps talking uh, about it yeah
3: <laughs> yeah oh, does she, oh do they really yeah, yeah my therapist really she's been giving me a, an education in, in act yeah
1: Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I really like it. Yeah. There's, I've got a a textbook on it that, that it's one of my books that I have uh, lined up to, to read as soon as I'm done with this other one on psycho uh, on psychodynamic um, uh, one of my psychodynamic books and stuff like that. And so, um, yeah, 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 no, it's, 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 it's a really good, uh, therapeutic approach. Um, and and again, it helps with that that flexibility versus inflexibility kind of mindset, right? And so, yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, yeah. So that that concept of like shoulds and you know just simply you know accepting right of where we are that it's a learning you know uh, uh, things in life are, are, are yeah, but,
2: and, and right? I agree. It's just it is hard to not you know, think, well, I could have avoided all of that pain and money and so on and so forth. If, yeah. you know, if this, then that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, so, you can you have know, it's, those
3: thoughts and just acknowledge yeah. those thoughts. As Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah.
2: I, and, I, and, I, and I 100% acknowledge that, you know, I, I, I don't actually have any real regrets. It's it's just I, I am where I am because of what has come before. So and, you know, if it wasn't for all of that, then, you know, I wouldn't have my my oldest and um, you know uh, so on and so forth. And you know, I wouldn't have that, you know, love in my life. So, you know, it's, and I, and I like where I am. So for the most part, with exception of some things here and there, I
1: have have thousands uh, of uh, regrets.
2: Yeah.
1: I just like have to work on, on like forgiving yourself uh, when there's, well, no, just, with those fires, like, mm-hmm. uh, like, like almost like a candle, right? Mm-hmm. Like seeing like all of those regrets as candles and I'm mm-hmm. just going to put the top on it and they'll just burn themselves out. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm just going to like well, quiet that and let it burn itself out because it'll relight at some point in time. And then I'll remind myself, I just need to put the top back mm-hmm. on so yeah. that it like, I don't well, give it oxygen. Yeah,
2: and When I say that, you know, I do have regrets. Yes. But, uh, you know, I realize that, that they don't matter, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll probably regret on my deathbed, like not work, you know, not spending more time with my family and working too much. But yeah, at the same time, it's like if I didn't work, would I regret not having that job? You know, <laughs> so, you know, yeah, there's, eh, you know, life requires, you know, work. So has you got to enough
3: happen. shit to worry about in your day to day life. Don't worry about how you're going to feel right before you die. Mm.
2: Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying I was just saying no no but,
3: I know yeah, I anyway. and I, I get the yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I totally 100% agree with yeah. you I'm just being a smart yeah guy. gotcha <laughs> well
2: it's just you, one of those things where it's like you know the, the old people they, they they you know they say that you know a lot of people when they when they're on their deathbeds say what they regret the most is not spending more time with their family and working oh, too much and shit like yeah. that and it's like you know well I'm sure I'll be one of those people too but you know is what it is
1: when 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 I'm homeless <laughs> But spending all my time with my kids, yeah. I'm going to be like, you know what? This is so fucking worth I'm it. If I'm
2: homeless, they're going to take my kids away. So right, right. Have right. Any time with my kids. I'm going to go put them in foster care. I'll be I lucky to see more. them once a year if they'll let okay. me at all. So, you know, right. yeah, no, that's that's not an option.
1: But the fortunate thing is by being by being homeless and not having access to health care and all that, you won't live to old age. Very, so very you true. Won't have, yes. You won't, you won't, won't have those regrets. <laughs> Those old age regrets on your yeah. deathbed, you'll have oh. all of the young age regrets on your yes. deathbed. Yes.
2: So. <laughs> those young
3: age, <laughs> and you'll regret-, regret
1: that.
2: Yeah, Th- those involve you know the you know that that one time you know you got the seven year itch and you know that.
3: <laughs> My <laughs> only regret is that I have no regrets,
2: <laughs> <laughs> which means you led a boring life. But anyway, yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now one like bit of like mental imagery that's really helped me out um is whenever i'm having any kind of like thoughts of regret or really any kind of like intrusive thought that you don't like you know like guilt for something that you don't feel like you should feel guilty about it's like you treat it like a passenger like you're driving a bus and you've got this this negative thought as like a passenger just chattering your ear off it's fine let them be there let them say that whatever they're gonna say but you keep the wheel like don't let them take the wheel mm-hmm. um right just that yeah. kind of mental yeah. way of looking at your own thoughts is, it's helped me. A lot in the last couple of years.
4: I like that know, as
3: like, like especially get the fuck out. No, yeah, no, no,
1: no. <laughs> I like that especially. No, I, I like that because especially viewing it like a bus as you're the bus driver, mm. right? And you're running your route. Yeah, and you're going to have all of these passengers, and they're going to have all of these different things to all say. Different things and to and say. Yeah, you just keep on driving to the next stop because eventually they'll get off at their stop, right? right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then you let them go. You know, and what have you? Uh, Except but, for that like,
2: one motherfucker that sits right behind the driver, and he's like <laughs> the <time> in the period. <laughs> <you know? laughs> no,
3: anyway.
1: I will not murder my neighbor. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> the lunatic that's on the bus yeah. that's screaming at everybody. You got to call mm. the police. They got to yeah, come yeah, and yeah. take him off. Like yeah, yeah that's that the one, one motherfucker that gets That me. guy. Yeah. That fucker get gets me day. every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: As opposed to the one that gets on at the very first pickup and just keeps riding and riding and riding Mm -hmm. until it's time to park the bus and you're like, what the fuck? It's like are you staying here,
2: bud? I'm getting off, you know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or if you're the son of Sam, it's the dog, the neighbor's dog, (laughs) that won't get off the bus and won't shut up. (laughs) Oh. That fucking dog. Telling me to kill people <laughs> anyway, so to kind of go because I'm curious about like this is something when I was doing the research, like I was, I, I like, oh, and a funny thing because everybody like kind of brought up about like political leanings and things like that with their spouse, um, with my wife, funny enough. She was actually a republican when uh, she was registered as a republican mm. when we were first uh together
2: another conversion good job scott
1: <laughs> i'm telling you my dick is magic if i would just if people would let me fuck them, him and scott and his magical penis. i will fu- i will fuck the evil out of them and no no um so you fuck her to the <laughs> left is what you're i fucked her left <laughs>
3: no no so so no it, it was funny by like like hardcore hippie liberals so you know it balances oh, the scales right <laughs> i tell yeah, you about right, an anarchist right.
1: <laughs> 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 it's like i put i fucked her to the point that she wants to burn it all down
2: <laughs> so you're saying she's a trumpy
3: no,
1: God no! <laughs> no. They want to burn it all down. <laughs> no, he didn't say he fucked her stupid. He no. said he fucked her to the point of anarchism. He fucked her
2: crazy. My bad. Not I'm stupid. sorry. I, I, wrong distinction there.
1: <laughs> I like that. Yeah, you can tell her though. You know what? I didn't fuck you stupid. I fucked you crazy. So, there you go. Fine by me. <laughs> I, I like. I'm gonna. I, I'm sorry. I just had to pat myself on that. It's not that great, but I I, I enjoyed it. Uh, but no, no, like, it's not that great, but okay. I enjoyed it. You, um, God. you should be
3: proud of yourself for the things that you do. let <laughs> start applause mediocre. here. I'm easily.
1: I know. I'm easily amused. The crowd goes wild. <laughs> So, so like like yeah so that was just something i was like oh that's kind of funny like mm-hmm. like cuz and i asked her like like why are you a republican you don't believe in anything that they tout as values and she's like well f- they're for the rich and i want to have a lot of money <laughs> and so that's why i want to be a republican that's pretty honest <laughs> yeah yeah no it was great But, like, all of her views were very, very, like, democratic, even, like, on economics, right? She was just like, I just want to be able to make enough money where I can take advantage of the loopholes that they're going to put in for everyone um, that that has money. And I was like, oh, okay, so you want to be able to have legal tax evasion? She's like, 100%. (laughs) And so, like... That's why she wants hey, to be Democrat, a Democrat for that
2: too. There's nothing special about that attitude Yeah,
1: anymore. No, no, no. They, you know, very American.
2: Yes. When yes. we
1: were kids, like, like Democrats used to be for labor and like yeah. the unions. Now they're all just for the, the clip yeah, yeah. All for the money.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyways. Um, um, so, so one of the things I like when I was like do, going through the research and stuff like that, like they talk about communication, uh, um, approaches. And the, the the two communication styles um, that they they came up with was um, or two orientations uh, was um, conversation orientation so open communication on topics and conformity orientations like the expectations of meeting the family's interest over individual interests right sort of like this this authoritarian approach and I sent like that video, this video of Steve Harvey on Good Morning America, Good Morning America, where he was coming out with a book where he talked about his blended family. And I guess part of like advertising for this book and like him espousing his great wisdom, um, which I don't understand why they did that. Like, again, this is me just bitching about this. Is is they brought on like uh, these two couples where who um, were getting were were newly married and had blended families themselves, and they were asking Steve Harvey questions, and he had no fucking answers for any of them because he's like, (laughs) "I'm dad." Well, but our our person like our ex is still involved, and so like. You're going to so a game show to go. for advice. What do you expect? I know, yeah, right? I like. It was <laughs> fucking brilliant. <guess> <laughs> like my kid my kids live in my house uh, like they're like I'm dad. They're my kids. I don't call them my stepkids. I'm their dad because I pay for fucking everything because I'm really wealthy. And so therefore my money means that I like get to own everything, even the title of dad. And the kids stay in the house 24, like entirely at my house. And they're like, yeah, we don't have that. We'd rather have we happy family. <laughs> I know, I know. Like, like we have a fifty. Well, 50 they, they brought into is authoritarianism, and so, yeah. so, so one. So they bro- broke into the four ty- family types of protective, being high conformity, uh, low conversation. So high authoritarianism of sorts, and low conversation. <laughs> yeah, pluralistic meaning low conformity, high conversation, so very, like, granola. <laughs> Consensual, which is high conformity and high conversation. And laissez-faire, which is low conformity and low conversation, right? Um, and so I was curious, like, when you look at your family dynamics, okay, um, where do you guys feel like your family, like, what family type do you think that... Again, none of us are going to be perfectly in any four of these. But where do you think your your family type, le- like, leans towards?
3: Well, for me, as much as I would love to pick laissez-faire, just because I love laissez-faire, um, I would probably say my family is pluralistic. <laughs> um, just because, yeah, we, we're all about communication. Always talking. Always communicating. But we're not demanding conformity of each other. Like, we're not none of us are really authoritarians like we even have a hard time you know being authoritarian with our kid which sometimes to our detriment sometimes we don't do that enough um so yeah i would say we're pluralistic so call us
1: granola all you want (laughs) nice Joe. what do you what do you think you you tend to lean towards
0: crunchy granola all the way
4: (laughs)
1: it's the wrong
3: granola man i like granola okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: so. yeah. no we, we 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 communicate a lot and and it, it, you know it ebbs and flows like any relationship it's a, well, yeah. a it's still something that needs to you know, mm-hmm. you, know you, you work at but um yeah i mean i'm i try really hard not to be you know authoritarian with the way they are raising our kid you know um I mean, there are times, you know, where, you know, I have to, you know, because he's not focusing on something and he he needs to have, you know, the internet turned off or whatever so he can focus on doing other things. But when it comes to like who he is as a person or anything that nature, I'm very hands off, find yourself, you know, um. And my wife is same way. So, you know, we're not trying to dictate to him who he needs to be and who we think he should need to be, you know, so.
1: Right. Do. Okay, go ahead. And what about you, Damien? Like, Uh, well,
2: when I was married,
1: it started out
2: as consensual, you know, high conformity, high conversation. And when it that's at the beginning of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And it became more, um, kind of I, I don't know I guess more laissez faire in the end, um, because there was there was far less conversation and far less conformity to the family, you know. That's so like
3: because it's breaking down at that point. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and um, some burnout.
2: And, yeah, I'm sure you know. And and now it's you know let's you know it's a, I'm a single parent house, so it's it's more consensual again but um i would actually probably put it more towards pluralistic because i don't so much you know it's it's kind of between me and in my oldest um and you know I, I don't make her be anything that she doesn't want to be kind of thing i don't make her do a whole lot so you know it's kind of more um you know we talk about a lot of stuff and i want her to be who she wants to be but you know um but there's not a whole lot of like structure to, um, you know what I'm expecting her to to do or be at any one time, you know. So I guess that, would that be pluralistic or would that be, I don't know.
3: <laughs> it sounds <laughs> so, like it's pluralistic. Yeah. It's just a little yeah. bit more on the borderline than me and Joe.
2: Yeah, yeah. gotcha. So, but yeah, the, so that's kind of how things run around here for the most part. But I'm I'm a very like consensual you know, the way I, I would like to see things be is more consensual where it's like the the family is first and we should talk about that, you know, like the, we're all working towards the same thing, you know, um, and it, it, it's what's, what's here is most important kind of thing. And, and let's talk about that too. And let's, you know, let's see what we all need. Let's see what we all want. and Let's try to balance those things out kind of thing. But that doesn't, that conversation doesn't happen as much as it should. I'm I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: <laughs> you know? absolutely. Right. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. yeah.
2: But no. go ahead. Yeah.
1: No, oh, no, 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 go ahead.
2: Go ahead. No, I, I, that's pretty much it. You know, for the most part, it's just kind of the way, you know, the way I am versus the way things are and, you know, so on and so forth. And we all, all want to be better. Um, you know, and I would rather things be more of a, a consensual household, but it doesn't at this point doesn't work out that as well that way right now. so,
3: no, and like yeah. Joe like saying, for- you should always be working on it, right? Like, yeah. if yep. you're not working on a relationship, the relationship is dying.
2: Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, so There's no, no like, relation You're never done working on a relationship, exactly. no matter who yeah, it's yeah. with. So yeah, yeah, and all relationships take work. Friendships take work. You know, some sometimes it doesn't feel like work, but it still work. You know, so
1: anyway, so for me, like when I was in. Jacksonville before we moved up here like we eventually evolved into like when it came with the kids like in our our family dynamic it evolved into a fluctuation between protective and laissez-faire just because like we had two young kids um I was working basically the equivalent of two full-time jobs, but only getting paid for one, because of the number of hours. Like I was, I was putting in regularly sixty to eighty hours um, of work a week, and then my wife was working a full-time job, and like there just wasn't like, and I, I literally was like leaving before people woke up and coming home like either at bedtime or after people were already asleep, and so, like. I'm a very like conversationalist approach. Like I wanna hear my kids input, things like that, all that different stuff, like naturally, but not able to live those values in any way, shape or form. Um, And it was just, it was a really, really, really difficult time. I would say now we tend to uh, fluctuate between protective, pluralistic, and consensual depending on like the amount of stress that we have. Right. Um, At a certain time or whatever. Um, I think normally we are somewhere between a pluralistic and consensual. Cause like for me, I think I like, and again, this is my rearing white, like the way that I was like, was raised was, you know, the family, name the fam- like we're proud to be part of this family kind of concept right like and and you know and so there's like living up to this except like the family's like full of like some really great people and a whole bunch of delinquents and so like, <laughs> <and, like, laughs> we like still fuck- families i mean <laughs> i know but we're, we're still fucking proud like yeah. you know right um, almost like the, uh, up, I haven't, like haven't the watched, <laughs> I, I haven't seen the TV show, uh, shameless. I want to, but it's, it's kind of like, like almost like, like from what I've seen from advertisement for it, almost like that kind of family dynamic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, not like that or whatever, but where they're like, um, you know, only I get to, to fuck with my family or whatever. No one else gets to kind of, right. Mm-hmm. But like, so like there is this like kind of mentality, like as far as like uh conformity, like this, this kind of being, um, you know, that attachment or whatever. But I do think that we have a, a, um, a tendency, like a high frequency of, of wanting to like we'll impart our, our our views but like like with like with religion like when my kids ask like if there's a god or whatever like I tell them the 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 concepts and then leave it up to them to discover or whatever just I try to I try to give them the 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 room to to develop figure out the, that you're the... actually god yeah yeah you're right right exactly and so,
2: <laughs> is there a god daddy yes of course there's a god i am he yeah <laughs> i worship uh, first yeah. day <laughs> your father created the heavens and the earth
1: <laughs> hey it's it's the beginning of the month i need my tithing okay come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, so uh, uh yeah so that's what i like but again i think i think with most people like we have aspirations and then reality right and so like there's this fluctuation you know but i think i tend to lend towards pluralistic and consensual like this this kind of fluctuating between those two well um, just so we're our, clear our family does.
3: just so we're clear like there is no one right way to parent and everybody's family is going to be different Now the data is going to say things like you know this parenting style has a better outcomes in terms of like happiness or just well-being in general. But those are just percentages. Your family could be an outlier. Right. There's no way that right. you can make any grand judgments about somebody based on their parenting styles. And, you know, this is something that like I think you learn when you become a new parent is that everybody has opinions about parenting styles. And you just got to find yeah. your own that works, man. Don't, don't, don't get too hung up on it, I think.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and because again, different kids need different levels of boundaries. Right. Right. And, you know, and, and also, but also like, so for me, like the, the, so one of the, the issues with conformity is that in the study, they talk about like challenging versus, um, acceptance, Right. And so like acceptance is like uh, unconditional appreciation, like valuing, right? Like unconditional love. Whereas challenging is sort of like pushing or testing the other person, right? Like it could be like motivational, right? So like asking, like they use examples, like asking questions, encouraging to maintain physical health, challenging negative emotions into more positive ones. That's, that can be challenging, right? and so like they found that like high Dexter's conformity dad, maybe
3: only murder other serial killers don't
1: murder right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly right <laughs> but no no like 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 so like challenging yourself right like and 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 that they found that high com- com- uh, conversation did both it was it, it promoted um higher levels of acceptance um so like that unconditional love as well as the challenging whereas like high conformity um, tended to to promote the challenging and the the less unconditional love, right? Um, because there's this expectation to live up to the family's values, not your own values, right? Um, and so, so like that that there you know there is a a balance with that. Um, there there you know it doesn't mean that you can't have any conformity. Right. Because they had high, moderate and low. um, And you still had, you know, a lot of benefits and things like that um, for both. It's it's just that when you had really high, it mitigated some of the benefits when you had really high conformity, it mitigated. Some of the benefits of the high conversation, right? So, right, like, it's out of those balance. exceptions, yeah. self, yeah, the self acceptance, things like that. So, there is like it dulled just how high you can grow, but you know, again, it, it you know, there can be some, some kind of, uh, some benefits and what have you. Um, and so, it, and again, they looked at like self, like, so the parentaling, you know, interaction, how that affected people's relationships later on, like how that affected the children's relationships later, later on and their happiness and those, you know, the, the self to partner um, acceptance, the self to partner challenge, the, the, the relationships like of the children later on and what have you. And so that's, that's only where it comes into play, right. Is it, when this, with this study is very narrowly targeted or whatever. And so it's more of a, to me, like, the benefit of this is looking at your own parents' relationships, right? And how do you feel like, and, and then looking at your own and how do you think feel like that interplayed, right? Like I said, like, my family was very big into high conformity, like in the sense of, like, you know, our name means something, you know, being, you know, it's important to be part of the family, whatever, like, um, it, nobody fucking knows who we are, but like, but again, it, we're proud to be like to have our family name and stuff like that. Right. Um, and so there's certain values that. You know, they're more conser- like a lot of my family is more conservative. And so for us that aren't as conservative, like we're considered like the black sheeps. Right. <laughs> when. Right. Right. And so, so again, (laughs) I I know, I know. Right. And so, so, so again, like kind of seeing how, like, like, so that's where I say, like, when I, like, especially for me in our family dynamic on my end, like the high conformity, I can see where that comes from. And so it's about a matter of me being able to say like, and also my need to feel in control of things. Right. And so it can, can lead to some overbearing parenting right so it again it just it's it sparks self-reflection is why i bring this up is for for self-reflection to be able to grow in a healthier way is all but i think the My underlying reflection oh,
4: go ahead the underlying sorry.
3: point here is that like the way you treat your spouse or the, or the the relationships you're trying to build with somebody else um will be reflected in how you treat your children like there will be yes there will be, a, yes. be mm-hmm. some kind of uh, cohesion there yeah
1: yeah yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right.
3: Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Joe. No,
0: nah, this is like, just talking about self-reflection is I, I I, tend to beat myself up a lot when it comes to, you know, reflecting back on like previous choices mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I, It's part, part of my whole therapy thing is like I, I guilt trip myself a lot on a, a lot of shit. So. Oh, yes. don't we all? I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's all right. Uh, we joke. all do.
1: I beat myself up all the time. I'm my worst critic. Um, I I man. literally beat myself up. So I went to my <laughs> well, dietitian do that at night,
0: every. T- you know, well. yeah. in like, front of a
1: know. mirror. <laughs> <laughs> That's not you what self-flattering means, man. You're ugly <laughs> <of a> bitch. <laughs>
0: you got to clean it right away, otherwise, yeah, yeah. streaks.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, no, like uh, um, no, like so. I went to the dietitian, and like my second appointment with the dietitian, I didn't lose any weight and my muscle mass only grew by 0.1%. And so this whole past, hey, that week, means you got
2: plus 0.1% more, more muscle mass than fat now. So yeah, there anyway, you go. That's a positive.
1: There you go. <laughs> so, but this whole week I have just like been beating the shit out of myself at the gym. Like, like I upped the weights And added five more reps. And like today, I'm like, I'm so glad that tomorrow is my off day because like my muscles are killing me. But no, like, so, but again, it's because of that, like, that instead of going like, oh, that's interesting. Let's see what tweaks I can, I can, you know, make or whatever. I'm rationalizing that. I know, I know, right? (laughs) That's one way to lose weight. I, know. <laughs> I prefer twerking. <laughs> but like, yeah, right.
2: Your wife might like that. You never know.
1: Yeah, but no, like, uh, um, yeah, no, uh, like, and so, so, I rationalize that that I'm doing this because it's it's going to help, like, move me along better or whatever. But no, it's it's total like punishing. You deserve it's, it's, this. Beating <laughs> Yeah, it's absolutely metaphorical. And so it's being mindful He's of been a of, bad boy,
2: Scott. You've been a really bad boy.
1: But I'm just I'm just, I'm I'm just being, relating like,
3: in like the middle of the gym, being all like beating himself up like in a fight club, like the guy just beating <laughs> himself up. <I'm> more, <laughs> like, what is wrong with that dude? I,
2: I was more thinking along the lines of like, you know, the monks self-flagellating with the string and press. Right,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Join me my a fellow Jim Patrons. or it could be both. It could yeah. be I'm on like, self-flagellating <laughs> and
1: punching myself.
2: <laughs> like the dude out of what was that uh um uh not um Da Vinci the Code, Tom the Hanks. that came after. Oh. Yeah, yeah, the one that came after Da Vinci Code. Um uh crap. Angels and Demons. The yeah, Demons? yeah, he he had the or was it da vinci code I think the it one was where the da guys
1: vinci got go where Paul- yeah was da vinci it? code yeah da vinci okay. code
2: okay yeah. well, okay 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 da vinci code then yeah that, Yeah, that with one, the, yeah.
1: with the albino yeah, the, little, that was- the
2: little leg strap thing that he was like digging you know digging in the the, the spikes into his thigh and then he would yeah, like beat himself yeah. with the yeah you
1: know the 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 self-flagellation and the hmm. punching himself is one thing but why does he have to get his dick involved too like that's just <laughs> just taking it too far <laughs> Like, How would you take that out on your face? Friend, but then he starts me. punching himself in the dick. Yeah. Like, this is just too weird for me now.
0: <laughs> you right, have cracked a
1: line, sir.
0: But to, no, to I... punching yourself in the face. <laughs>
1: yeah, <no, no>, no. <laughs> I just breathe against my forehead.
0: Just, you know. <laughs> yeah.
1: no, but Joe, like I say that is as, as like, no, I agree with you. Like that's, that's one of my, my, you know, pathologies too is that that hypercritical and criticalism and stuff like that i agree I think,
2: yeah i think that's pretty much all of us right there i think we all beat ourselves up more than we probably should so
3: i think yeah that's that's, true. it's just a matter of like degree i think yeah
2: yeah Eric, do you beat yourself up, or do you let your wife do that for you?
3: <laughs> uh, it's a conversation best left off pod. <laughs> yeah. So you see, I'm single, so I
0: don't,
2: I don't have any choice. I got to beat myself up. So
0: <laughs> you can always pay somebody for it. Yeah, but you know, I'm trying to save money, and I just, you know,
2: yeah, that's just an extra expense. I just can't, I can't justify well,
1: right now. I was about to say, Joe. You're aware of like the homeowners insurance costs in Florida right now, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, like exactly. there is Straight no paying nuts. people for shit right now.
2: Health <laughs> insurance is going up, and you know prescription drug you know, costs. Like
1: it's fine, know, they,
3: they beat you up, but then they kind of like say all these mean things about you while they're doing it. Man, dominatrixes are mean.
2: Why do yeah. they have to do that? <laughs> Horrible people. Seriously, <laughs> That's why
0: you establish boundaries and safe words before you start? <laughs> <laughs> My safe word is Zelio Gionexa.
1: <laughs> My safe word is A. A. That hurts. <laughs> a. Stop doing that. that. was a good one, A. Don't, don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop, A. I didn't say it. I'm a. a boot to come. A boot to come. <laughs>
2: What to come, eh? <laughs> don't stop.
0: Trying to figure out.
2: Canadian the bastard. Why word.
1: is your safe word hey. a? <laughs> because
2: that's what we say all the time, eh? You know, <laughs> <laughs> eh? <Hey? laughs> you hoser.
3: <laughs> starts that being one off. I love. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, sorry. yeah. yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know, like.
2: Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, like, your buddy guy. Like, <laughs> ain't your buddy, guy.
1: Ain't your buddy, guy. Ain't your guy, friend. <laughs> ain't your friend, buddy. <laughs> no, I like, like, anytime... No, I love it, because, like, anytime I, like, say North Dakota, like, I have to say... like North Dakota. Yeah, I don't, like, <laughs> I, like I inherently say yeah. it with, like, the North Dakota accent. Because, yeah. like, it's, like, I, I don't know, man. I don't, like, I've got family from there.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And, like it's like i don't know it's something from early on that like i learned that like i it, like you have to say it with that like that 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 lyric like lyrical kind of like tonality or whatever that they do up there that the canadian the canadian s kind of I'm, like
2: I, I lived in winnipeg for a year we had a lot of that up there so i'm from north dakota don't you know you know yeah, <laughs> right? like,
1: don't, don't you know don't you know right? yeah <laughs> same with minnesota yeah minnesota. Minnesota. yeah yeah North Dakota and uh, Minnesota are like, like, yeah, yeah. I it's it's, I like I'm even trying to not do it, and I'm hearing myself do it. And I'm like, you son of a bitch, <laughs> stop it, stop eating yourself. Up. Fuck is wrong? Yeah, <laughs> model healthy behavior here. Come on, now. I know, right? Yeah. Another aspect is like, like we talked about, like the the acceptance. And then the other part of that uh, is like compromise. And like Eric had mentioned, like being able to work on yourself and, and that kind of relates to the other, like kind of topic of flexibility um, being flexible versus inflexible. Um, and like, I really like this, like one definition that, that, you know, just an individual's ability like flexibility is an individual's ability to cope with accept and adjust to difficult situations right and so like a flexible individual is able to make contact with the present moment and complete uh with complete consciousness and flu uh, uh fluidly modify his or her behavior in line with his or her chosen values right um so That's where I'm, I'm, I'm really curious about is where do you, do you see yourself? Like when you honestly look at yourself, like on a zero to 10 scale, zero being completely inflexible, um, 10 being completely like flexible or fluid, where would you, where do you think you would rate yourself on that scale? Like zero being stone or granite and <laughs> 10 being water. How flexible do you consider yourself?
3: It's an interesting question. Cause it's like, are we talking about how flexible I am with changes that I want to make to myself or how flexible I am for like external forces wanting me to change? Cause I have completely different answers depending on which, which way you go. Cause like when it comes to things that I want to do for myself and changes I want to make to myself to improve myself. I'm not flexible at all. Like I want to be flexible, but I'm not. Whereas if somebody else asks me to do something or to change or to, to alter my behavior in any way, I will bend over backwards to get it done. Um, That's, that's kind of the way I am. It's like part of my neuroses.
1: <sighs> what do you feel is the conflict or the, the or not the conflict, but the differentiation between the two, what do you think differentiates? <sighs> um, I don't know. Like
3: for me, I always like, I I don't know. I have a. I always think that I'm defined by how I interact with other people, like how other people see me is like extremely important to me, even though I know it maybe shouldn't be as important as it is. Um, and like, I'm more interested in pleasing other people than I am in making myself happy. Does that make sense?
1: I get it. Yeah. Oh, Cause you know what popped in my head when you said that, your dad. Yeah, <laughs> I am
3: definitely in many ways my yeah. father.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it just like the way that you kind of like describe your dad, right? Like yeah. being a like a caretaker and everything like that. Like, yeah. So I, I like I, I that's what I mean by that. Like, that's no, no, no I
3: completely got what you mean, and I know that yeah. I know that about myself. Okay. I know that about my dad, <laughs> and it's, it doesn't doesn't help me change it. <laughs> father's influence and honestly being compared to my father i can be compared to way worse people i always consider it a compliment even if it's neuroses i share with him
1: (laughs) oh no no no! i 100% see it as a a, a, like any kind of like like the way that you describe your dad like like good bad ugly just seems like a a a great great thing
2: he's good bad and ugly what (laughs) no no i I, I mean come on scott that's not nice to say (laughs)
3: No, I'm, the, far like, yeah, I'm far from like I'm far from an the objective, objective observer, but you know, my father's an idol to me. So, yeah, 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 absolutely. So,
2: did, did you make a statue? Put it up on so, a pedestal? So,
1: <laughs> but, <laughs>
2: Sorry, Do you if you now, were to uh, kind of uh, blend
1: those, like if like a difficult situation, right? Just like a difficult situation arises, how flexible are you? to that situation i think i'm definitely more flexible than not um i tend to go on that zero to ten
3: i'd say like a seven or an eight yeah okay
1: what about joe like what about you like when it comes to flexibility and flexibility where would you rate yourself on that scale
0: which was which we had what zero?
1: Zero, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, zero is zero is completely inflexible. So like stone. Zero ground. is a rock. and Ten yeah, is water. And ten yeah. is water. Yeah,
0: it's, it's hard. It's like sometimes I feel more like ice. You know, it's uh not to overthink it, but um you're slush. It's, it's
3: as ice. Them in place. I get it. Sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but but in the right circumstances, is, fine. Is, is flowing. You know, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, it moves; it just flows very slowly. It, it flexes and bends very iceberg. slowly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, because, like, with, with Eric was talking about, like, with changes with himself, it's like, like over the past year, I have been making a lot of changes, but it feels like a lot of times I'm doing so with the brake on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, at a very slow pace. Yeah, you yeah. know,
0: and it's not. There there are like things that I know that I can do, but for whatever reason, something inside me holds me back on certain Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I don't know why I'm still trying to work through that stuff. That's, that's Um, normal. I am flexible with people. Um, you know, I try to accommodate others. Um, but at the same time, when I get a lot of pushback on who I think I am as a person and that person and those people don't like who I am, I become very rigid in that and just like, fuck you. This is who I am kind of thing.
3: Yeah. If in they're a asking for accommodations as well, I things, get along judging, with so
0: yeah, but I get along with so many different people. I mean, like, I can get along with two or or, like complete enemies and like have no problem going back and forth between the two, you know, um, you know, people who absolutely hate each other, but at the same time, I I, I don't know, it's, it's, I, I have to put myself somewhere in the middle, I guess,
1: you know, I don't know. Would you put yourself like a four or a six?
0: Uh, uh, I guess a six, I would probably be leaning more that way. Um, I don't know.
1: (laughs) Well, and, and, and again, like, when I hear you say that again, like from what I know about you, what you've talked about, you know, in, in the podcast and everything, like, again, it, when you say like I can be between two competing forces and i just can be right in the middle, I think from like just your discussion, like I think your parents, right. Um, yeah. and, and you know, so like an early, an early learned behavior of sorts. Yeah. Right. Being like, I don't know if this is true, yeah, because
0: uh, in those situations you kind of have to be fluid you know you have to just right. kind of fit in you right. know
1: to be the mediator
0: right it's 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 part of the reason why I think I like I keep you know harking on the fact that I'm a <laughs> you know a hypocrite because it's like I have those cognitive dissonance things about myself you know I'm, i I think this but I know this you know and it's just constantly this internal Mm -hmm. push and pull
3: because our brains suck Mm yeah yes
2: (laughs) yes they are they're wired to 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 sabotage us at all times
1: absolutely (laughs) in all endeavors created to be broken we are not adapted <laughs> to be flawed. We are
2: not adapted to the lifestyles that we live. We're adapted right. to something Whether completely different. Whether you think it different. was
1: created through evolution yeah. or mm-hmm. uh, a, a direct hand, we were created to be flawed.
2: Yes. Yeah, we should be living in a forest somewhere in a small group. That's half related you know (laughs) a group of under 50 kind of thing um you know we shouldn't be living in these giant anyway
1: that reminds me my brother is
3: going to new zealand he's going to see hobbiton damn
1: it Oh, awesome! (laughs) (laughs) Cool. I am so envious. I want to do that so badly. Isn't there
2: another place in um? Isn't there a place in like Finland or Norway that's like the troll place or something like that? Something
3: like that. It does sound yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah, the troll stegen or something like that. And they got a whole bunch of yeah. Anyway, sorry. I just.
3: Don't know. reminded me of that that was it that was all i had to say hobbiton's
2: awesome brother, though so is it, it the actual hobbit village that they built in new zealand for the he's
3: gonna go check it out and he's gonna go like tour weta as well so oh sweet bastard this is what happens that's when you awesome, don't have though. kids because he doesn't have kids so he's got money
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep that's the truth that is the truth <laughs> From from on my side for multiple reasons, but (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, aside from the the latest drama, there's, you know, like the the 40 some odd thousand dollars spent on lawyers fees for for um, uh, for custody battles back, you know, in whatever year that was 15 or 16, 17, whatever, somewhere, 16, 17, somewhere in there.
3: Yeah, see, he's also a lawyer, so that's where he gets the
2: money. Oh well, oh, yeah. he he sucks money out of people like me, and then goes. Exactly. I'm going to go to frigging Hobbiton and frigging New Zealand. It's like and thanks,
1: thanks for paying for my trip. And those <laughs> bastards get to like bill per minute Absolutely. or whatever, Yeah. right? Yeah. Whereas, like in healthcare, you don't get to like so if you call a lawyer, that's money running right there. Whereas you call your doctor, they don't get to bill for that. Sons mm-hmm. of
2: bitches. I was just thinking th- th- this morning that I was like, I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know, if there's one job that, you know, that chat GPT or some variant of could take away its lawyers. And I was like, no, no, it won't the be lawyers. lawyers. It'll be lawyer. paralegals. The lawyers still have to go to court. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. It'll, It'll just be paralegals. Yeah. That yeah. will
0: get me off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, multiple murder charges. Yeah, you know, really. <laughs> of Of a jury. Well, no, I mean uh, they composed can composed of
2: they, they can apply the, the, the um that technology to teach it how to do um legal searches for like precedent and stuff like that. It's oh, the yeah. same concept. So oh, I know it could actually you could teach it to search and then write a brief, you know. So so, so anyway. But uh, Joe sorry to with, diverge. with
1: your example, I literally went on there and uh, asked it to do that just for a hypothetical. And strangely enough, it came back that you shouldn't use racial slurs. Um, <laughs> and that was really weird to me. And oh, so. That's, that's <laughs> just a given in today's. Yeah. No, but what do you know, I just, shouldn't be a racist.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> End of discussion.
1: No, like there's that. No, I, I bring that up because like uh, a bunch of. Um, there was a, a couple of people that tried to use it to like, just like find a way to justify it being okay to use the N word as a white person or whatever. And they're like, if the world's going to, if you could say this and it would stop a nuclear bomb killing millions of people. And it just came back. Like you should not use racial slurs at any time or whatever. It's not appropriate. And they're like, unless you're Quentin Tarantino
2: and you're in the movie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so I just, I, I just, I'm like, why are you trying to find a reason to say the N word? And so anyways, but like, was it? Uh, sorry, what, sorry, sorry, sorry. Was
0: it? What are you guys that posted a, 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 a? I saw it online somewhere. I don't know if it's something you guys posted. It was like either a a, a sign in a window or a book cover or something like that. And it was something something in numbers, like it's numbers, and then it dropped down to the next line, and it was in comma words as opposed to and it was in comma words and it like this didn't age well because it when N-words, you read it it just says in uh, words
3: that <laughs> sounds like something uh-huh. i would post but doesn't sound familiar
0: but Yeah, i, I can't know, remember I where that shit, i saw so it who knows? <laughs> yeah. and and getting back to your your comment Scott about you know being created broken popped the lyrics into my head from uh amigo the devil he says if everyone's made in his image and he couldn't perfect it then what in the hell makes anyone think we can
1: i like nice. that yeah, yeah. it's good yeah one. yeah i really like that it, you know it, like oh oh so damien where do you where do you rate yourself on that that oh, ice um.
2: versus water Fuck, I forgot we were even talking about that um, ice versus <laughs> ice versus water or really or, yeah, I mean, it's versus, wa- yeah. water versus rock with ice being in the middle because ice is a semi fluid sort of kind of anyway. Um, so, I, I mean, it depends on what we're talking about. If we're talking about like the way that thing I do things then I'm either a three or, or really, I'm either like a two or a
1: nine, you know, your ability um, yeah. to make contact with a present moment with mm-hmm. complete consciousness and fluidity to modify your behavior, uh, in line with your chosen values when faced with, um, a difficult situation.
2: When faced with a difficult situation, so something I haven't experienced before, then I'm probably like an eight, you know. I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stay present in the moment and figure out what's the best thing to do in this situation. At any, you know, however the the situation works out, the fluidity of it, you know, because everything, something you haven't dealt with before, has to be dealt with with a, you know, an open mind and 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 uh, you know presence in there in that situation and that's the only way you can really and and face it head-on whatever the problem might be if we're talking about simpler things like you know cooking something I've never cooked before then I'm probably more like a three because I have an established oh, method about, of the doing very first things, time you know? like cook yeah. something you've never
1: yeah. cooked yeah. before yeah. That, yeah. like, what about it's like when, yeah, exactly. when you're, like <laughs> yeah. when you're in a relationship like yeah. when you're in a relationship yeah. right when you're in a relationship, how fluid are you in a relationship? Versus Pro- probably closer like
2: to a six, I would think. Um, it Um, At the beginning of the relationship, I'm very fluid. So that's so why I said it just kind of depends on the situation. At the beginning of a relationship, i probably more of like a nine, you know, because you're learning who this person is. And you're trying to figure out, you know, how you and them fit together. And it might even require modification of my own behavior and or, you know thoughts if i'm actually want this to be something that's going to last long term though you settle into things and then that becomes more of like a you become more rigid and or at least i do become more rigid in my you know thinking and behavior you know i find it
3: a lot easier to get rigid in the beginning to be honest Really, <laughs> yeah.
2: it's hard. I know. Yeah,
0: but you know, showing your flexibility helps too. You know.
2: Yeah, I'm that's sure. that's always a good thing. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and your dexterity and <laughs> gotta be limber. Gotta yeah. be limber. <laughs> stretch, just stretch first. You just, yeah, stretch always, first. Yeah, Stretching's yeah, important. Stretch. <laughs> limber up. <laughs> was that rule number one from like zombie land or something or rule number five on limber up? <laughs> yeah. So rule number one was always check the back seat, wasn't
1: it? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> let's go back to like, like mm. let's, let's, let's go back to, so, so you feel like mm-hmm. long-term relationship wise.
2: You, you kind of, you know, kind of settle into a routine, settle into an understanding. And so it becomes easier to become less flexible in time because, well, this is mm-hmm. what we always do. So, blah, 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 blah. But right. when, um, when, you know, confronting something unique and new within the relationship though, like a surprise, you know, something caught on fire. Well now you have to switch gears back into being that flexible person again. And and that's, you know, that, uh, that pro- applies to a lot of things in life in general, you know? So, well,
1: and, and, and like, but like, so going sticking with like the, 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 mm-hmm relationship kind of construct mm-hmm. yeah right yeah so like as we progress in a relationship we have like personal goals right mm-hmm. like um i think it is eric who talked about like the yin and the yang right mm-hmm. kind of complimenting right yeah yeah but but so if in a relationship, you're going in a direction and your partner comes to a, in their growth comes to a fork, we'll say, and they choose like their personal growth needs to have this change in the relationship. Mm -hmm. How flexible do you guys feel like you are to that change? Well, it depends on the from,
3: change. If it's like we have to move yeah. to a new city. Fine. If it's I have to sleep with other men. No,
1: <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, 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 no. I mean, like, <laughs> but like just something like boundaries. that <laughs> that meets their needs. Like, yeah, like, you know, how like, like, we've all been in long term relationships. We've mm-hmm. all like, we've all been in relationships and stuff like that. We've all like, so we're aware of like, different things that can come up, right? Uh-huh. Well, like, I haven't a- feel like that.
2: I have a good example of that is um, uh, when my ex got diagnosed with a um, with the gallbladder problem when it, it doesn't it stops functioning and yeah you can't yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and she had to have it removed um, she had to change her diet to reduce the amount of fat that was in it. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I I screwed up a lot. I still didn't always make things the right way. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I, I tried very hard to change to things that were lower in fat and. Much leaner and and you know so on and so forth uh, to accommodate her new diet needs and that was just you know you 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 do what you have to do to to adapt to the new situation whatever it is so that's just a a minor example really though like if if there was you know if she needed me to dress up as a chicken and do a chicken dance before sex then well you know whatever (laughs) but like Eric said right if if if, yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, but like Eric said, <laughs> you know, if if she wanted to like you know have a uh, polyamorous relationship or something, I'm just not. Yeah. That's not going to work for me. So,
1: then, I think I, I don't All think right. that would work for anyone. I, like I, I like, some I just, people I actually
2: know.
0: would be like, yeah, actually,
2: that's it, not a bad it idea. Depends
0: on yeah. w- okay.
1: What I, I direction think that's a small you? What you were looking for yeah. in the relationship yeah. to begin? I think that's a small subset. Know? Like that, that, an extreme uh, case like that. So
2: when it comes to what you're asking, you know, is like if if we're if it's a small divergence in the track, then yes, I can probably, you know, work, mm -hmm. work that in whatever it might be. If it's a major divergence, like she wants to go 90 degrees that way. So I'm going to be like, bye bye. (laughs) It's like I I would really like it if you didn't do that and would try to work this out. But if that's your set on going in that direction, I can't follow you. So, you know, because I'm going this way and that's kind of. That's kind of life, you know, a lot of different relationships, not just not just within a significant other, but it can be with friends. You know, I've seen friends go not just 90 degrees, but 180 the other way. And it's like, well, I, I can't follow you that way. You know, so we can't we can't be friends.
3: Yeah. like so, You got a friend who's yeah. just like, you know, I've discovered this great new thing, heroin. I've got to keep doing. Yeah, it. exactly. It's like, it's
2: like, you know, I'm going to try to convince you that you shouldn't be doing that stuff. But if you're not going to listen to me and I can't make you change, then. I'm sorry but I'm I'm going to have to say goodbye, you know. Right. So Yeah, you do your best you can to try to stop those severe changes from happening but you know, especially when they're detrimental to that person, but you know.
1: What you about know? like changes in like parenting style or even communication styles, things like that like with you like you know um that require you to give up comfort levels. Um, become more vulnerable, um, change sort of like those, like you can have a a routine of watching a TV show, like before bed, things like that or whatever, or, you know, reducing a habit, right? Like if someone's working on a car, like works on cars or, or spends a lot of time in the shed or whatever do you get what I'm talking about as far as like those kind mm-hmm. of habits or whatever? Like if there's a routine that you're talking about and again, not those maybe specifically, yeah. because again, like I'm using those as like stereo yeah, I, I yeah. right guy things. But Joe, like what about like you, like some kind of major, like lifestyle change. Like I'll, I'll say for me, like for me, initially I'm I, like, whenever like changes like that, I do notice about myself, I'm very rigid, right? Like Um, because it's, it, it it creates a discomfort in myself that I think is a, a, you know, natural for people to want to avoid discomfort. Right. And so I like, initially I'm always very rigid. Right. And like, Eric, when you talk about like internal versus external, it's interesting because I'm a little bit more of the reverse that when I feel like others are trying to like, control me, I get more oppositional. And I think that's because of my dynamic with like my dad and stuff. I was like about that, to say, right? it's like probably that pushback trauma. Yeah. Right. And so like that, that kind of, you know, dealing with like viewing it as an authoritarian approach versus like, or having that, that assumption, right. Because of like my past experience versus like um, regular flexibility. Um, and so, so, for me, I think initially, I'm I'm initially a little bit more rigid rigid to change. And then, like Joe said, I liked your description of being kind of like hitting the gas and the brake at the same time, like gradually moving towards like that flexibility as I incorporated it into my my new lifestyle routine and 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 also, like for me, a lot of times I'm trying to get better about preemptive changes rather than waiting for something catastrophic to bring on like changes, but that's still like really hard, right? Like, you know, guys in health, it's like, it's always like, we'll get healthy after we have the heart attack, right? Or the, the, the health crisis, right? It takes something to that level for us to actually make those changes. Whereas before we're like I, I like being that content with status quo is fine until there's a, a major con- consequence, right? I'm trying to get better with that. So for me, I see myself as not being as flexible as I would like to envision myself because being preemptive is a little bit more difficult, um, and that it does sometimes require the cat- catastrophe to happen. And then I'll go back and and try and fix it retroactively rather than preemptively. Does that and, make and, sense?
2: Yeah. And, and, I, and I think that's true for for a lot of people. Um, I think mo- probably most of us too. Is there are certain things that are going to be really hard to change. And we're going to want to be kind of rigid about that. So, you know, I mean... I, um, you know, health wise, I need to lose weight. I, I have trouble changing. I mean, I changed my diet once that didn't work. And I have to change it again. I'm having trouble figuring out what to change it to and how to, and and it really, what it comes down to is I need more activity and less calories. You know, that's so um, that's, yeah, that's a hard well, thing to do right there. You and, know, and again, mind it's a you, change in lifestyle. So
1: I, I would, yeah. I would say it's more complex than that. Yeah. Than, like no no, no. It, I, guess, I, yeah, I agree,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. but all you know ultimately you know you know more burning calories I mean, yes yeah but yes, yeah, the, the oversimplified way. version of it there's more to Still it I true. agree yes <laughs> yes yeah. yeah but um and that requires a lifestyle change, which is a change in diet and change in the amount of the food that I've eat that I eat and and a change course, in the yeah, amount of, of activity that I have. you know the types of foods I'm eating, the amount I'm eating. And the types of
3: attention to things like glycemic. Index
2: yeah. Have to now, really huh? yeah, pay yeah. attention to stuff. Um, yeah. And that, that has to, has to happen. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. One of the things that they like constantly, like that I've learned with like working with like, uh, primary care providers and stuff like that is that if we all ate the diabetic diet, we'd all be so much healthier in general. And so like for the most part now, everybody has like different, kind of constructs and and what have you but like yeah no like like the amount of going to a dietitian and trying to get 90 to 120 grams of protein every day um and getting that much protein in like i know one way you can do that scott (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Damien I keep Jim, on that's telling like you. For
3: your Sodium content, though—that's really <laughs> no, true. Easy. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. and
1: I'm fine with it. It's just a hundred dollars <laughs> each time, okay? Because my milkshake oh, well, I gotta brings pay you all the boys. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah! Because my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, motherfucker. Mm. Now- <laughs> yes, it, cer-
2: it certainly does, Scott. <laughs>
1: no but like yeah no like like and and really trying to work with my dietitian about like getting that much protein protein in me right uh you know especially when i'm trying to be yeah i know i know (laughs) i know i heard it i heard it i absolutely (laughs) fucking heard it when i said it
2: i was like i I immediately regret that statement protein in you scott whether it stays in you or not
1: (laughs) (laughs) it always drips out afterwards it sucks (laughs) Um, the Santor In your leg. <laughs> God, <laughs> talk about swamp no. ass. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't know. And so, so like this, this, this concept of of like trying to get that, like, reach that volume and 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 everything that's required and you know also like keeping like like things like carbs low and all this and and also i like i you know i'm not trying to be vegetarian but i'm definitely trying to lean more towards plant-based proteins with uh, uh, some animal-based proteins well it is more environmentally you know friendly but yeah anyway but like when you're talking about like a fucking cup of beans having like nine grams of, of protein Versus, or half a cup of beans having like nine grams of protein versus like half a you know uh, well, they, a, a they serving all, size of of beef having like twenty one. Yeah, 21, yeah. yeah. Like, well, they also the have the a lot of I'm carbs
2: like, in them too, so you got to watch yeah, out. For yeah, beans.
1: you yeah. also got to yeah. make yeah. sure you're getting complete
3: protein, especially if you're going to yeah. Get yeah. vegetarian.
1: Like, because right. some. Well, right. yeah, yeah, no, 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 like, like I not. said. Yeah, no, no, no. That's why I said I, I'm not going vegetarian. No, I know. I'm like, just saying that,
3: like, when yeah, you're, like, when
1: trying to. These do, are all the things you got to keep in mind. Yeah. You know, oh, wow, fuck yeah, I know, right? Has, has yeah.
2: anybody tried an Impossible
0: Burger? Because those are fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> yes, they I actually are, made yeah, Impossible but, Burger uh, meatballs the other night. Oh, really? You, not you bought the, that good for Yeah, you. I bought the. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of fat in them.
2: And, so there's a lot of fat yeah.
3: and a lot of sodium.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know. There's well, yeah, you got to have all that salt in there to make it taste more like real beef.
3: Yeah. But you know, you know so. if you don't have heart issues, the salt's really not that yeah. big of a deal. <laughs> no. So. Yeah. Well,
0: I didn't add any extra salt. You know, and and did you buy it ground them, or something, and then I, make I, it? I, yeah, you, yeah, you can buy it uh, in yeah. packages at the store. I you know, haven't seen, seen it yet, so maybe I'm going to make the wrong your own patties or whatever. But yeah. I just made meatballs mm-hmm. and threw them in the oven to brown. So a lot of that fat you know drips off drips yeah. off and yeah. then i took those and put them in the sauce you know and let it cook for a bit so any of the extra you know yeah uh, you know just tomatoes you know try to buy the low sodium so mm-hmm. it kind of well, balances out a little bit because i try to wash mm-hmm. my sodium intake anyway mm-hmm. um, and
1: and it's it's good because while you're baking them you can be making the sauce <laughs> and like <laughs> it was not a cream sauce <laughs> <laughs> it was a red
2: sauce because <laughs> it's that time
1: what are you doing in the pot <laughs> go away son
2: <laughs> i can actually see using um using like that uh, the impossible meat as a, a, a i know this sounds counterintuitive but mixing it in with beef so you can reduce the amount of beef you're using but still get similar textures and flavors you know yeah know I'm people who do that yeah. like i I do, a, no. you know, I do a lot of cooking that way with certain types of things. It's like you, you combine the healthy thing with the not so healthy thing, or you combine the, the more environmentally friendly thing with the not so just well, to reduce the amount
3: different of different things yeah. in like a, like a meatball, no matter what you're yeah. mixing, Nobody, it'll nobody's taste gonna notice because anyway. Yeah. You're, you're mixing yeah. different things. It will have like more of a flavor profile. So it'll mm-hmm. taste better yeah. no matter
2: yeah. what. Yeah. yeah. Just because you're so mixing you ingredients. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Now and and um, and also like not only just the environmental but like red mm-hmm. meat is a as much as we don't like it is a carcinogen um, and increases your risk of colon cancer and rectal cancer and things like that. And so from my cold dead uh, hands, Scott. No, I know, I know. I'm not saying like I'm again. With you, Eric. I'm right there with you, <laughs> right um, there with you too. Like I'm not saying that I like I would ever go like vegetarian, but reducing finding ways mm-hmm. to. Re- it right yes. it reduces your general risk, right? Yes. So,
2: yeah. and, and you know, plus just in general, you know, putting more you know vegetable protein and you has more fiber in it typically, so
1: you know yeah. it's going to help it, right?
2: things move through.
1: Yes. Yep. Yeah. Whereas the yes, you the, don't get mud butt, right? So. But, but that's why so I have the swamp ass, so that just yeah. sort of helps with that too. Mm-hmm. So you get swampy mud butt. So yeah, but talking about too much changing. lube, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, talking. <laughs> good for the skin
0: yeah talking about a a changing diet i've actually been trying to force myself to actually like eat breakfast in the morning Mm because i am not a breakfast person you know i uh, coffee is my breakfast right and and then i don't eat until lunch you know hey
2: you put enough sugar and creamer in there you can you know (laughs) calories depends on how
3: i'm feeling in the day I actually miss being able to skip breakfast. Like nowadays, if I skip breakfast, I will, I'll pass out. Like it's bad. Bad things will happen to me.
0: That's the (laughs) thing that I'm trying. You know, I've done done a lot of studying on diets and whatnot. But now that I'm trying to, uh, you know, make sure I'm eating breakfast, it's like I start getting hungry like early on, and I feel like starving before lunch. You know, and it's like. And I feel like I'm eating more. Yeah. You know, instead of like trying to do like, you know, like, you know, a reasonable breakfast, reasonable Mm -hmm. lunch, reasonable dinner, it's like I'm eating a reasonable breakfast. I'm starving for lunch. And, you know, I'm still eating just the reasonable and I'm still freaking hungry. So when I get home, now I feel like I'm eating more at dinner. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's.
3: I don't, I mean, I know your schedule probably doesn't allow it, but maybe you should try to move to a formula day schedule. Like, I know the research shows that people who do that actually intake fewer calories than people who eat three meals a day.
1: A yeah. What four yeah. meal four a meal day? day? Oh yeah, actually, like six meals yeah. is like the the optimum. Like, apparently, because like, okay, then you're just basically yeah, just then eating you're just snacks. A cow. Yeah. No, 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 no <laughs> it's different. No, it's it's different from grazing. But you just have like. You know, like smaller portion like meals yeah, six I mean, times a day idea. yeah mm. yeah so like like taking what you would like normally do for breakfast and just splitting mm. it into two meals so you have you know basically become a hobbit but not with full course meals
2: breakfast second breakfast and then it's there's 11
1: the <laughs> right, <lunches>. right, exactly. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and so like if you take each meal cut it in half and just have it twice you know like have like don't go extra large on the portion just the same portion mm. size you would have but split it into two meals, you're actually like increase your metabolic rate um, because Mm -hmm. your body's always burning calories. um, And you keep it like two to three hours apart. um, And then you're not having as many fluctuations um, and you have more of a steady state with your, your um, blood sugars and all that different stuff. Hmm. Yeah. And so that's, 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 and, and you, you tend not to get as hungry you also don't get as fatigued. You also your irritability isn't as as bad because you have again that constant mm-hmm. that that steady state. And again, it like for me, I like I like going heavier with the proteins. You know, whereas keto is like high fats, like moderate protein and like low uh, carbs. Like I like going high high proteins, low fat, low carb. Um, because you're still, you know, you're still getting some carbs and stuff like that and, and trying to do healthier carbs. And again, leaner, leaner proteins and stuff, but, um, that tends to last you longer and a little bit better and you don't have as much glycemic.
2: I, I usually just, I eat like, well, they're, they're egg cups, but it's just an egg with some yeah meat and some cheese in it. Yeah. Um, I eat one of those every morning. I, I kind of, I put the one egg in it. Yeah, well, it depends. I, I buy a couple different brands, but put the one egg in it, and then I throw some egg whites in there just as bulk, you know, mm-hmm. um, without increasing the amount of fat, And in, but it does add a little protein. Um, I'm not hungry until lunch, sometimes yeah. a little after lunch. Yeah. Um, We're all not made eggs, of money, man. We can't afford an full, egg a day. You know?
3: Jesus. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. I, I know. Nowadays, right? right. That's, that's that's
0: really, I'm sitting here thinking the whole yeah. time Scott's talking about like eating the more protein. Yeah. It's like, motherfucker, I'm trying to stretch shit with rice. Yeah.
4: yeah. I know, right. Yeah. <laughs> you Me know, no, just no, like, no. I'm like
0: I've started adding like when I'm like cooking the rice, like, I'm like I'm beans and rice is a complete protein. There, you, know, It'd be or, you know, I that. Brown great. rice.
3: Yeah. You I mean, know, brown rice. But it's they're great for you. Brown rice is. I can only use brown rice for myself. I've had to get used to it.
0: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a textural difference thing, you know, because depending on what you're making, it just.
3: But as with anything, if you eat it for yeah. a while, like even as little as a couple months, it. you'll get used to it. Yeah. I yeah.
2: just don't like rice. <laughs> Never have. What? I don't Fucking like rice. Freak? <laughs> oh, what? no, 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 no. There's a good reason for it, though. So. Because you hate Asian a time- people? <laughs> yes, that's <a>, it. <laughs> fuck those Asians and their stupid white rice. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't completely hate there's rice. A I,
0: maggot trauma. I, is. There is that too. Reading um, nuggets, Michael.
2: Opening the pool, the pool um, skimmer, and finding that rabbit in there was. Ooh. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, and I nasty. had to clean it out. I had to clean it out. It was my job. <laughs> my parents did not come to the rescue on that one. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the smell. Oh, my God, the smell. Anyway, so no, 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 no. Um, so years and years and years ago, um, you know, being a latchkey kid like most of us, mm-hmm. um, my parents in the summertime went off to went off to work. And it was just me and my sister. Well, I didn't know how to cook. I was like seven, eight years old, whatever. I, I hadn't learned anything yet other than, you know, the, how to make the frozen orange juice. You know, I could do that. I can make toast, you know, but she Mm -hmm. would make white rice like every fucking day. (laughs) It's just plain white rice for lunch because she loved rice. (laughs) Yeah, you may not see the problem, but like, you know, yeah, with a little bit of butter and salt and pepper, it's not half bad. But it's also like if that's all you eat every day for an entire summer, kind of get sick of it. And then you kind of don't ever want to eat it again. So anyway, Um, that and spaghetti, just standard spaghetti. I'm talking... Overcooked spaghetti noodles with like the canned Heinz friggin spaghetti sauce. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, totally.
2: Just, yeah. She would make that. It's like, it was like rice spaghetti, rice spaghetti, rice spaghetti, rice spaghetti, rice spaghetti. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, that's all we <laughs> ever ate. So, guess what? Two things I'm not a big fan of anymore mm. rice and spaghetti. So,
0: yeah. It's like eating ramen constantly in college
2: yeah i kind of burned get, out you, on it
0: once upon a time yeah
2: my son's not even in college yet out.
3: he's already eating ramen like every single freaking
1: day
2: oh i yeah. loved it when i was like you know from the age of like 12 on because all you had to do is boil water and make it yeah. and it's like i used to love hot dogs because you could cook them in a pan on the stove in like five minutes you know um or throw them on the barbecue for something a little fancier and crispy you know but um yeah, it was yeah, real easy to know. make. I'm
3: not air fryer now. So
2: good. Yeah, yeah. But I don't really like any of that stuff anymore. It's just like it's bland and it's I mean, you know, I just ate too much of it once upon a time.
0: You gotta so. have sausage. I can't do hot dogs. Yeah,
2: I love sausages. Yeah, am no, Not a big fan of hot dogs anymore. There's so many saying.
0: varieties and all that. It's like hot dogs, it's yeah. just like just, just give me a bologna sandwich.
2: I, I buy you the know? expensive hot dogs even just for, you know, I've got Like two packs in the freezer that have probably been in there for like two or three years now, waiting (laughs) on somebody to say, I want hot dogs because I am never going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Now oh no, the one pack in there I might, because they're not they're not half bad. But you know, the other one's just the Nathans, and it's like, yeah. Yeah, They're I'm sure they're good hot dogs, but I mean, what really is a good hot dog? (laughs) Talking about meat paste in a tube yeah
3: okay (laughs) my son has never liked hot dogs he doesn't like the flavor or the texture yeah but i remember in uh in when he was in elementary school he was like in fourth grade i think they actually Mm. like bought a they had to bring in like their own like package of hot dogs and Mm -hmm. this was for science class they would like thin very thinly slice them and put them under their microscope just to see what it looks Mm -hmm. like under a microscope holy hell was it traumatic for him because you know there's all <laughs> of shit in a hot dog it's, it's oh, nasty. i love okay. the stuff i don't i don't mind i don't, I don't care
2: i'll eat it speaking of all of this makes me want to go to the fridge. i got some leftover uh, alligator sausage in there i want a piece right
3: now <laughs> Ooh, jimmy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> jimmy, today's the day jimmy
3: <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know like getting back to what we were talking about in terms of like rigidity versus flexibility I kind of have a unique question. Mustard is the only
0: condiment. (laughs) 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 Talk about rigidity.
2: what about mayonnaise joe what about mayonnaise <laughs> not
0: a hot dog or a sausage
3: they like sure you can here here in st louis they like they they uh they like simmer it in barbecue sauce they like boil barbecue sauce Ooh. and put hot dogs in it and then they put actually, it on a bun I'm and then bad. they will like they'll sprinkle branch dressing over the top of it it's so fucking weird <laughs> It's really bizarre.
2: That's a big fat no for me right there. But, you know, a little bit Emphasis of ketchup and a little fat, bit of mayo. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of mayo on the bun and some ketchup. Mm, yeah, that's good. If you but really anyway, want like get, to the- get me craving a hot dog, it's got to have some cheese on there, too. Mm, oh,
3: yeah. cheese. Oh, I mean, chili cheese, cheese is dog, i everything. eat that any day.
2: Oh, yes. That, yeah. that I will eat. I will crave that from time to time.
3: But anyway i was trying to get us back on track um yeah yeah okay so rigidity mm, rigidity versus flexibility i do feel like i have a unique perspective on it these days because i have a child with autism um so i had to learn when he was very little to be as flexible as i could be like i have to be incredibly flexible to accommodate his needs and i've talked to other parents of kids with special needs And it's a common theme is you as a parent learning to be incredibly flexible and to make the changes that need to be changed to accommodate the special needs. Um, Whereas because he's autistic, he's the exact opposite. He can't handle change. Even little tiny changes to routine is a problem. Um, so he's extremely rigid. So you not only have to learn how to be flexible, you have to learn to understand somebody who is the exact opposite. Somebody who's Mm -hmm. going to be as rigid as you could possibly imagine. Um, -hmm. and that, that's been like a constant thing for me for the last 13 years now. Um, and you know, it's, it's tricky. I'm not going to say it's easy. Um, but I do feel like after listening to you guys talk, I do feel like I'm a lot more flexible than you guys seem to be. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but I think part of that is also having this experience for the last 13 years with my son and learning to be flexible as a parent. Um, and, and yeah, I think it I think it has softened me up a lot. How are your parents? Um, kind of a mixed bag. Uh, my dad was pretty flexible, maybe not as flexible as I am, but pretty flexible, whereas my mom was a lot more rigid, which became was because of their upbringing like my grandparents on my mother's side extremely rigid very very like authoritarian way of parenting uh whereas my dad's parents extremely permissive like ridiculously permissive to an unheard of degree so my parents were trying to find some middle ground which i think they succeeded honestly i think they did a really good job but it's it was a little bit more rigid than i am now um but also a lot more flexible than
1: what my mother was raised as, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Nope. Totally. And, and how do you feel like, how do you feel like your relationship with your wife and that dynamic, like, cause you talked about you had with your son, you had to learn to be more flexible. Um, um, And to accommodate, do you feel like prior to your son being, you know, coming, that you and your wife like lived in? In obviously, the answer is yes. We absolutely change, Um, because if you have a kid, everything changes. The relationship always changes. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So, uh, but I mean, like, like you know, the 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 communication, the Um, the flexibility, all of that, like, do you feel like you guys existed in one mode and maybe like you were either more flexible or less flexible or whatever, like before. And then when your son came along, that things changed because you had to learn a new way of, of going about it. Like, like, Um, you know, did, did your learning to be more flexible with your son then lead to like you and your wife being more flexible in your relationship? Or did you find that there was a counterbalance that there was a more rigidity with you, you and your wife? Like, no, um,
3: like flexibility, honestly, has never really been our problem. Um, not that we have a problem. I think I'm perfectly happily married, but before my son came along it was, it wasn't so much that we were rigid is, is that like, we never, we never really challenged each other too much. Like we knew when to ask for changes or when to, you know, say that this has to happen or, you know, like we've had some kind of like crisis and we've got to deal with it and this is how we're going to deal with it. But we knew when not to push the buttons. Like she would never say you can't, you know, uh, you can't play this video game right now because you got other things to do stuff like that and that she would never like do that to me at the time whereas mm-hmm. I would never be like you can't sleep in the middle of the day what are you doing we've got other things to do you know stuff like that we wouldn't actually right, 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 right. challenge each other but you know as soon as we had a child if there's one thing a child's really really good at it's challenging you and your routine and yes. everything like yes there's there's nothing is off about nothing is off guard anymore like nothing is uh, off limits is what I mean um yeah whether or not that actually like meaningfully affected my relationship with my wife, I don't think it really did that much.
1: Um, we just got a lot more tired. <laughs> <laughs> probably and in, in, in probably in, in like and again, like anybody who goes who, who's who's a parent. Probably in every way you can be tired. Like exactly. It's, mentally, not just, it's not just it's not just a little yeah, bit yeah,
3: tired, yeah. like I want to go to sleep. It's yeah. like I'm just fucking exhausted by everything. <laughs> yeah, just done. I'm just done. <laughs> it did make us okay, um, buf, go talk
1: to your mom about that.
3: It did make us have to be a little bit more responsive to each other's moods. Like if one of us is getting really cranky, we adjust a lot quicker than we used to. Like when we were first married, we could pick up those signals because we're pretty like intuitive people. And we could adjust, mm-hmm. but it, it was a slow process. Whereas now, if one of us is feeling cranky, like the other one steps in, like like that, like immediately it says, "Okay, look, we gotta we gotta deal with this before it gets out of control. Because if it gets out of control, everything's gonna fall apart, and it's just gonna be a disaster for everyone." Um, so like, I, I don't know, the stakes are higher, I guess.
1: No, and I like I, I like I I totally get and appreciate because like your your wife seems, um very loving and accepting of those that are in her circle. Like that's what I always picked up, but she also is, I've always respected the fact that she's able to speak up when she sees bullshit oh, absolutely. Right? or call yeah, out yeah. bullshit. Right. And yeah. that's something I've always appreciated. Just no patience for it. Yeah. <laughs> What's it? Was what it no no tolerance for fools or what's the phrase? No something for fools. No, anyways, um, I don't. I, I can't remember it. But there's a quote about like uh, something like that. But like, uh, um, yeah, no, no, no. I like and and so like the yeah no. So so like hearing you like talk about like because I like that was one of the things I was curious about. Like, um, is the um, learning how to be flexible for your son like if that helped like greater flexibility with between y'all and and everything because you had to to be more insightful to be more um aware of yourself because of how that could impact like your son's um moods and things like that right Um, i do think that yeah there was there has been a change people on the spectrum are are very are very um like we say sensitive and I don't like that phrase because we think of it as almost like they're emotionally delicate, but it's like, to me, I think that's a misnomer because from what, like when I've worked with, with kids on the spectrum and stuff like that, that it's, it's, it's always, they're sensitive to the moods of other people. Like, like they're very, like they're empathetic to an nth degree. It's just that we tend to not count uh, or disregard that because of how, fixated they can get on the topic or on a subject um, and yeah we don't say sensitive we
3: say calibrated
1: yeah (laughs) I like that yeah 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 and so so they pick up on they can like they can pick up on 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 things you know really well what about like what about like anybody else like with y'all like um, when it came to your relationship do you how do you feel like the night, like the the communication and the flexibility and what have you levels in your relationship, how do you think that was before kids and then after kids? Um, and I, I'm I'm happy to go before anybody. I just I'm trying to let y'all have yeah. time to speak also because I have a tendency to dominate, as anyone who has listened to this knows. Yeah, dominate <laughs> in a group in a group therapy session. It's called dominating when you take a, mm-hmm. when you speak the most. Oh, uh, when you speak okay. to the exclusion of others.
2: Gotcha. Well, go ahead and take it, Scott, because I don't think any of okay. us are stepping up. So, like, this second. I mean, I, I can tell you what I would think, but I mean, go ahead. So,
1: <laughs> like for for my wife and I, like like Eric said, like like napping in the. uh Taking an afternoon nap, like, is very, very, very easy, um, and I think that like we were very accepting and and um, and accommodating um, to one another. I, I don't think we ever really challenged each other, and I think that's also something that I still like struggle with is like voicing my needs and expectations. Cause like, cause uh, like when I looked at the, the, the research article, especially when it came to like acceptance and challenging, like if, if she were to like balloon balloon up to like 240 pounds, like it wouldn't bother me like outside of like, you know, like health risks or whatever, but I wouldn't be like, mm-hmm. this is terrible to me. I'm like, all right, then I can make this part of you a boob. And I can make this part of you <laughs> a boob. And like,
2: I, I can just stick my penis yeah, in like, like like
1: <laughs> I mean, like, let
0: me glaze those rolls. I
1: have had that fantasy. You no, know? <laughs> like, can you just put on more weight? <laughs> let, let, me get, let me get that yeah. belly button. Right. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. Just lay there. Just lay there, and I'll just put, I'll just oh, squeeze geez. your fat rolls together, and I'll just go to town. You won't even notice because there's so much of you. Like, this is just such a minuscule part, <laughs> And so, like... Is, is that what she says yeah. to you, Scott? Is that <laughs> so true?
2: Let me just rub this on that roll there, baby.
1: <laughs> I'm just going to form this into a mound and you just lay there. <laughs> ah. Nice. Hearing that in the middle of the night and I'm like, oh, it's my, my, it's my, my oh, yeah. CPAP machine. Okay. <laughs> my CPAP machine's a little bit clogged. Oh no, it's her. Never mind. But no, like, so, so, like...
0: <laughs> Eric's going to have Erica, to listen to I'm picturing
2: all of this now. It's like in my head now, and it won't go away. Damn it. <laughs> it's disturbing, but I can't stop thinking about it.
1: <laughs> so vile. Uh, I feel like That's I... Just, so... so. <laughs> you did <laughs> so. Like I've never really challenged. Like oh. I've, I've I've never really like necessarily challenged or had expectations, right? <laughs> like because like again, my view is is that I see her on a journey and like in her life, and I'm just excited to like walk it with her, right? And like I'm gonna go on my journey. And I get to go, Hey, guess what? So like, there is this, this, you come check this out for a second. Right. And then you can go and have whatever fun you're like, like go and enjoy yourself on your journey or whatever. And that we're just going to find a way to, to have our journeys find a parallel path with each other. Right. So you know, keep saying journey. I, I got to say, don't stop believing. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> and and just, just, just live faithfully, right? Da, da, so, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and like, uh, yeah, I, I I just like, like, that was actually one of the songs at our wedding was Faithfully. So, Oh, really? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I wanted to take
3: of the robot sex scene from he-
1: Heavy Metal. Because <laughs> that's what they play <sighs> afterwards oh that's right <laughs> no um one of my favorite things is uh the wedding singer they play don't stop believing with uh, a string quartet and it's one of the nice. best it like no no vocals it's just the the music and it's one of the best things I've ever heard but we couldn't find the the instrumentals for that so um her her cousin was able to find the music for faithfully and I was like that's a good one Let's do that too. Sure. Why not? Um, so that and here comes the sun. Uh, we're played. Uh, doo, doo, doo. Yeah. That's great. Um, so, so. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I've never really held like much expectations and stuff like that. I think she like challenges me. Like, so I've never really been high on the challenging when it comes to that relation dynamic. Like challenging with her, I've like, like, I, I think I'm pretty good with the acceptance. I just kind of like have my own, like, again, like my own frustrations and and grumpiness or whatever. But I, I like fairly accepting. Um, she challenges me, I think, more in our in our relationship. But I think that also goes to like when we were like our expectations on marriage, like for me, my expectation was, you know, I'll, you know, do my, my business. And then my partner will be free to do whatever it is because I love working and they'll be able to free, uh, free Mm -hmm. to follow their passion. And like her, like discussion with her mom, when her mom's like, you know, you don't do this, you don't do that, you don't, you know, you don't do these things and you need to learn to do these things. She's like, I'll just find a husband who cooks and cleans and does all, right? and does all of that. And so, so like, I think there was like, even though she says it jokingly, I think there was this different expectation of like, my mom taught me how to iron, taught me how to do laundry, taught me how to do those things with the expectation that I would, you know, support my, my, Wait, my you spouse. you oh yeah, yeah, yeah
3: there are still human beings <laughs> on this planet who iron
1: <laughs> well sadly yes. i know how to iron and i'm good at ironing <laughs> i now just buy wrinkle resistant clothing and then that way i don't have to right now they just have that it so, out like, the
3: dryer and hang it up right then yeah. you're fine
1: yeah i know i've got a steamer that like helps to get any kind of yeah, like yeah, residual of wrinkles yeah, out of there yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just like hang it up. Yeah, we don't do that. I
2: don't don't think I've ever bought a 100% cotton shirt except for a t shirt in like 20 years because you can't, you you know, you got to friggin' iron them. No matter they come out of the dryer, like looking like they've been like crumpled up under (gasps) your bed for 10 years. That's why I like Hawaiian shirts.
3: They're technically (laughs) button up collared shirts, but also they can look like crap. Yes. That's (laughs) a brilliant idea. I just just
0: look at it from an artist's perspective. It's just, it adds texture.
1: Yeah. Right? There you go. There you There you go. (laughs) visual depth and everything. Good, good. But no, like, so, so yeah. And So for me, I think um, there was never really much like challenging per se. Right. Um, For, you know, I've always been a little bit, been at least a little bit overweight at, at, you know, in my life. And so I think that's one of the things that, that was, has always been a challenge in our, in, in our life is that, Like her expectations of, of me being healthy and things like that. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, so, but once our kids came in, that's when I think it, it challenged us to change our dynamic a lot. Um, because like trying to work out being on the same page trying to like you know find our our niche niches in the the family dynamic um like that as as much as like she doesn't want us to be stereotypes like I'm still the one that has to do a lot of the discipline you know like be, like like I have to set the boundaries, right? I'm, I'm the one that has to, to to really set the boundaries. And so then insisting upon, and then I challenge her about like setting healthy boundaries with the kids and, you know, that's uncomfortable for her and, and, and everything. And so that's kind of like outside of her wheelhouse and feels uncomfortable. And so that's, that's, that's where like boundaries, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I am super big on boundaries. Only I in the am bedroom. super big, <laughs> only in the bedroom. My safe word is a. Like everything's a boundary. <laughs> um, no, no <laughs> my safe words are a and the, and so it just messes everything up. Um, they're articles, like they're not even real words. Um, fortunately, neither one of us, Larry, like are immigrants, and so like. And English is our first language, because otherwise, the would be in front of everything we say. And so, uh, um, sorry, that's a joke. Okay, um, but like... um, Landed um, like a wet noodle? I know, right? (laughs) Splat. (laughs) <laughs> the, that doesn't exist <laughs> in other <laughs> languages so whenever someone has a different language they don't know how to use the word the a lot of times and so they'll insert say,
2: crickets here joe yeah sure.
1: i know right <laughs> so they'll put the in front of everything because it's like this is a nonsense word um why do you guys even have the same english and i'm like
3: i don't just know. be glad we only have one instead of like some of these other languages that have like three or four versions of the yeah
2: in masculine and feminine
3: yeah, right <laughs> talk about gendered language they literally have la, gendered
2: language. La, L.
3: Yeah, anyway.
1: and
2: D. yeah oh
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: just all so, the gendered yeah, yeah anyway yeah. i never understood all that a bridge what is a is bridge what do you mean boy Feminine. why is why is <laughs> this a
1: masculine word and that a feminine word i don't understand it yeah, like, why is bridge feminine in and German and masculine in and, and Spanish? Like, what the, what the why do you even have that? It? It's just a fucking bridge.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's just not just a goddamn bridge or vagina. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so, anyways, like, like, it, it, yeah, so, so. Yeah. Like for for me, I, 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 like I said, I, like I work in mental health. So boundaries are like a huge thing. Right. So, um, yeah. And so, and so so, uh, you know, uh, like hey I'm, I'm in construction. Boundaries,
2: boundaries are a huge thing for us. We build walls all the time. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> and fences. Even you guys
1: encapsulate <laughs> everything. We're just, we're, yeah.
2: we're, we're, we're just cordoning off entire spaces to keep everything out. That's that's <laughs> our power. <boundaries. laughs>
1: Damien, your whole existence is compartmentalization. Is exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes,
2: it is. <laughs> I
3: live my life inside the box. I shared a room with older <laughs> brothers. I know all about boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> I had one brother who literally put like masking tape halfway across the room, like everything on this side is mine, everything on that side is yours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't you step over that line? Don't you
3: exactly. put the doors on
2: your side? The doors on your side.
0: <laughs> uh-huh, but the bathroom's on mine. I, lo- I love how they did that in uh, Wednesday.
3: Oh, did they do that in Wednesday?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't
1: watched it. Your mom, like, guys, why is your brother always putting like a necktie on the door and you guys are just out here for no reason? (laughs) Don't ask, mom. Don't ask. Don't ask. So it was two of you outside whenever there's. I didn't see a girl come in. Damien,
0: have you ever made the joke or you show up on a lot to. to see what the lot is with the owner and, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, evaluate the, you know, how, where where things are going to go and whatnot. And they talk about wanting an open floor plan. And you're like, well, you can't get more open than this. My job is done.
2: (laughs) 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 No, I have not made that joke, but (laughs) But that would be a good one to have. Yes. (laughs) Now I will. A lot of people don't actually say they want open floor plans anymore. They just kind of talk about, you know, kitchens open to living rooms and things like that anyway so (laughs) they don't even use that terminology these days for the most part so Uh,
1: it's uh, it's almost expected
2: yeah it's it's pretty yeah pretty much most people expect a kitchen dining living room to be open to each other some people want an actual private dining room for formality usually that's accompanied by a formal living room but those are typically in houses that are over 2500 square feet so anyway um that's just most of my houses are in the 3,000 and under range. So, got less of that. So, anyway,
0: sorry to awfully try right now. As opposed to you know, going into the meeting, is like, okay, I want my bondage room here. <laughs> Most of how, them just how call much, it their how much spare is that conversion bedroom. Cost, you know? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, well, you know, whenever someone Have comes in ever, and, and, and says that they want, you know, separate like mother- his and hers his and hers closets but yet like the his closet's like twice as big as hers it's like mm-hmm, yeah i know what you're using that for
1: really <laughs> have you ever built a dungeon for someone um no in florida um, are you kidding <laughs> <laughs> not
2: underground at least i've done a few bonus rooms <laughs> um done a few you know you know spare bedrooms that are on the opposite end of the house you know over by the master but you know no, normally people don't put them there they usually put them over by with, the kids rooms kind of with thing
0: requests for yeah, added for, soundproofing. yes
2: yes yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I've <laughs> i've had somebody ask me for a room without windows and i was like if you want it to be considered a bedroom for resale then it has to have a window i'm sorry <laughs> you know? anyway i've had um i've had requests for safe rooms lots of a number of safe rooms um which are typically a room that's either like surrounded a- by concrete mm-hmm. block you know huh
3: like a panic room kind of thing? Yeah, yeah,
2: go. yeah. Like, is, they're typically surrounded by concrete block or steel plate or something like that, depending with a steel fire door in it. And it's both, a, it's a combination, um, you know, safe from intruders and safe from, like, hurricanes or right, tornadoes right. kind of thing. Okay. And you typically put your own, a, a separate roof system on top of it that's, like, you know, two by eights or something with, like, go you know, either plywood or concrete board. Or something like that so that it's its own little encapsulated cell um, and usually there's a secondary exit from it so I've had a few that I, I would call coffins that it's like okay once you're in you're stuck in there you know <laughs> and if they if something bad happens like the whole house burns down you're gonna get cooked but they you know people don't listen so anyway I've also done a few remodels where somebody had converted a bedroom into a safe room that was interesting it wasn't safe from like gunfire, but it was safe from or fire, but it was safe from an intruder trying to break into it. But they I replaced want
1: to turn, all, all I she dropped with
2: go ahead. I wanna turn
1: ahead. I wanna turn one of my spare rooms into a dungeon. But not, not kinky. Dorky. An <laughs> no, Dorky
2: for my okay. D&D. I think so. <laughs> then you should instead of calling so. it a dungeon you should call it an ougliette just to be fancy about it you know <laughs> what
1: the fuck is an ougliette?
2: <laughs> the <a> place where <laughs> people are thrown to be forgotten about
1: <laughs> oh from nice. uh,
2: labyrinth but a yeah, actual yeah, yeah, real yeah, yeah, thing yeah. that they used to put in the old tower houses really? it'd be the room you you go to the top floor and then typically the top floor sometimes the floor below that but they'd have a hole in the floor to a uh, a room without any doors or windows that would have nothing more than a small hole to, you know, let fluids out of in the bottom.
1: You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. people in
2: there and the and then you could lower down food to them and stuff, but they wouldn't be able to get out without a ladder. And so lotion. it was basically a dungeon, yeah. Lotion, yeah. <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin.
3: It's a common trope <laughs> in like horror movies, like haunted
1: asylums mm. or something, will have an yeah. ugliette in them. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically a, a, you know,
1: a dungeon accessible via trap door.
2: Yes. From above. Sounds freaking. And they're typically
1: very small
2: and cramped and wet and not hospitable in any Um, way. (laughs) Not a place you'd want to be
0: trapped.
1: So I always called that the children's playroom. (laughs) Like that's, that's where my confusion was.
2: Well, we once, I once did a, like this. They uh, learn fucking boundaries there. Once did this understair storage room... Or they got the hose.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Once did this understair storage room that had this like heavy cypress door that we had custom built on site out of leftover cypress tongue and groove. And it was like made like three layers thick where one goes vertical, another goes horizontal, and another goes vertical on the inside. So it was like three layers of three-quarter cypress. Real heavy door. That's intense. And then I bought the, I bought this little grill thing that you put on it. And then we cut out a hole. To have like a little trap door that opened in, so it was like, you know what I'm saying? Like it was like almost like a little dungeon under the stair, and everybody gotcha. started calling okay, it the dungeon. Yeah. So it's like, it's <laughs> like, so that door is for like you know you can pass small the pieces food. of food to the people right. that are. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We ha- I had clavos all over it. That's those like um, uh, the metal buttons. You know what I'm talking about? They, they're mm-hmm. it's supposed to look like an old old metal nail. And those all on the crossbars and stuff. It was actually really neat, but um, yeah,
1: <laughs> it was that's a it awesome. was a cool look. So, what about y'all? Like, what did you guys notice as far as your like like communication styles and flexibility, like before kids versus after kids?
2: Well, before kids, I was far more inflexible. Um, you know, I was going this way, and that's the way we're going, kind of thing, and. I was most concerned with because it was right, right at the like the, the crash kind of thing, you know, in the real estate market and whatnot. I was most concerned with whatever it takes to keep a roof over my head and the he, you know over the head of our family kind of thing, you know, whatever it takes to pay the bills kind of thing. So um, it was like if I got to work sixty hours a week and work sixty hours a week, and that's just the way it's going to be. So I was very inflexible towards that. After kids um, and, you know, and also anything that was like an expense that wasn't necessary. I was just like, yeah, fuck that kind of thing. We don't need that. We're not. Bu- I'm not buying that kind of thing. After kids was a lot different. I had I had to be far more flexible in spending habits in my time, you know, my work schedule, so on and so forth. Everything changed. Absolutely. Everything changed. So I had to, you know constantly working around something or somebody else's happiness or somebody else's wants and desires or things that we needed to get and, and, you know, hospital expenses and all of this shit, just all, you know, as like, you know, dodging and weaving kind of thing.
1: (laughs) What about like in, in your relationship?
2: Yeah. I mean, we, we had a lot of, um, you know, a lot less alone time and personal time. Because, you know, and so that was a lot harder to work around and so on. Um, And there was less satisfaction in the relationship because there was less time just to just for us to be together, you know. Mm -hmm. So because it was one of us was always having to either take care of the baby or take care of of the older, um, my stepson, um, you know. And and we did get some reprieve because, you know, his his father would come and get him sometimes. So I wasn't always... We weren't always having to do both at the same time, but, um, and then sometimes family would want to see, um, my oldest, um, and she would go there for the weekend or whatever. So, you know, there was, there was a little, there wasn't a whole lot of ability to do anything that we wanted to do. So things were not as, um, as good as they could have been, I guess, for, um for a while or, or you know, anyway. Um, so, like, flexibility in our relationship. Uh, it it was still, I mean, there was more flexibility in the relationship, but it was more towards what, um, what she needed than it was anything that I needed. You know, like, um, she wanted to go out with her friends more, and, and she seemed to need that. So, that became... You know more normal at that time whereas before she didn't go out with her friends very much she was mostly you know we were home together or if we went out we went out together so the things kind of changed after uh the birth of my oldest you know as far as a relationship dynamic so um but yeah that's you know kind of how that went so gotcha
3: right yeah
0: yeah, I think it was, you know, may have
2: been a postpartum thing, honestly, but no, that's not a,
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah. that part was hard and, and mm-hmm. know, just the, the kid dynamic, um, mm-hmm. did, uh, affect the communications part of, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the therapy process now, um, I was trying to, um, correct that, um, build it back up, you know, um, just kind of, uh, uh, the ability to, of the ease of communication was affected, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, is it, 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 because of all the, like, you know, the exhaustion of all the different things of life, you know, changing, you know, with a kid, um, it just, uh, um,
3: you just yeah, didn't just, have the energy for it
0: yeah and that, that flow for whatever reason you know just kind of started to evaporate you know um, so yeah yeah I'm with you on that
1: yeah it's it's amazing how distant one can feel living in the same house yeah yeah
0: because you you're used to it being a one-on-one thing and now there's this other dynamic thrown in and you know one person or both people wind up feeling as though well the attention's always been here why is it gone Mm -hmm. you know and so yeah
1: yeah I think, I think, cause like that definitely ha- happened when we were living in Florida and I was working so much. And I think that's something like, especially for a lot of guys that as far as like on our end, like the, the stereotype that we can invest so much time into work mm-hmm. that it, you know, we think of like, whether it's kit, you know, like kids causing the wedge or, or whatever, but like. It, it's pri- like the pri- like in some ways the priority like you know when i when i reflect on that time like i absolutely valued the workplace more than i valued the family even though in my mind family was mm-hmm. like i'd always rationalized that family is the most important but my actions were not congruent with neither my values nor my my belief right yeah
0: yeah and with our society and our economy running the way it is now it's like yeah you you, you, you like i pretty much despise my workplace but i have to go to to work right mm-hmm. um and i i put the priority of the family which is the whole motivation to get my ass to work. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you get that conflict thing, you know, you're having to work more to make sure your family's taken care of. And so you wind up neglecting your family, which is the whole fucking point of going to work. Yeah. You know, Catch
3: 22. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. and, And, and we're like, trying to please and impress our bosses more than we are trying to please and impress our wife and kids at times, or we can get in that mode. I I know like I did, right? Mm -hmm. Because in my mind, well, my family's always going to be there, right? But my job may not. And Mm -hmm. So, so with that framing, you kind of take the family for granted, right? For granted. Mm -hmm. And that, that, because that's honestly not the truth, right? Like your family may not always be there, right? Because you may Mm -hmm. come home and that home is empty or the locks have been (laughs) changed. Yeah.
2: and and i completely you know that, that's you know like before um my oldest was born it's like it was all about um yeah it was all about providing for the family and, and keeping a roof over our head and so on and so forth and and that was the most important thing and even after my oldest was born it was still um you know that was still in a way the most important thing because you know I'm the, I was, well, I wasn't the sole breadwinner then, but I was still the, the one that made the vast majority of the money because she didn't make that much. It was barely enough to cover the additional, you know, some of the additional expenses, you know, kind of mm-hmm. thing. So, um, so it, it becomes this thing where it's like, you know, you, you, you have to go to work to, to make the money to support yourself. And, you know, um, and that's the thing that becomes, it almost becomes more important than everything else because you know that you can lose everything else if you don't have, if you're not bringing in that money from, right. you know, and, and it's like you can lose everything you have. You're, you are know, you lose your job and there's no other jobs available or the jobs you can get make a lot less money and you can lose a house, lose cars, lose insurance, you know, um, so on and so forth. So, yeah. It's a, it's fear issue. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: What I hear you saying is, is that if I don't do this, I lose all of those bottom basic needs on the Milo's yeah. uh, Maslow's hierarchy yeah. of needs, yeah. right? You yeah. lose all of those basic essential needs. Right. And so, yeah, like, like, yeah, um, yeah. that's,
2: and that's a lot of pressure to carry. Um, it's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of weight on the, sh- on your shoulders, you know, because you're carrying all that all the time. And it's like, you know, um, w- without me, we're, you know, living in a trailer on the west side of town. You know, no, no um, not, not Matt, uh, you know, no, no offense to anybody who lives on the west side of town or anything. Just, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Living in a yeah. van. There's a few spots over there. You know what I'm talking about. Living we're, we're in living a trailer over here a little, living in a town in the central part of Pensacola, you know, living in a trailer in uh, like down off a uh, Detroit or something. It's just some of those spots are not that nice. Mm. So um, I had family anyway. In Panama
3: City, I know.
2: Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let, let me rephrase that whole thing: living in a trailer in a bad school district.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: there you go. <laughs> living so, in a van anyway, down by the river.
2: So it, it, I mean, the, these things can affect the lives of everybody that you are are trying to to, to take care of. And so, you know, so that's a lot of pressure. There's a lot. And then, so you come home and somebody spent, you know, an extra $150 on something that we don't fucking need. And it's like, you know, (laughs) it's like, no, we need to put that money in a savings account just in case. Right. 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 And, you know, some people just can't understand that concept and, and some people, their, their happiness surrounds, you know, the buying of those things. And, you know, that's hard for, somebody that has always, or well, most of his life, at least, um, de- you know, lived in a deprivation state where it's like, I'm not buying anything cause I don't need it, you know, right. kind of thing. So, um, depriving myself of the things that I want or only buying something I want when I absolutely, when it's like, I absolutely can't stand it anymore. And I, or it's something I absolutely need. So right. anyway, so I went through that for a very long time. So that was, a. It was a hard thing to move into a different state of being, <laughs> you know, and being able to afford more and so on and so forth, even during a, a recession. So, um, but
1: yeah. So, what I think we like, I, I, I'd, I'd like to put a pin in this. Because yeah. Because for two been reasons. a while. <laughs> yeah. But for two reasons: A, there's that. But also, um, we haven't come up with another topic to discuss for next week, but I am actually kind of happy about that because I think this has like, we've kind of set the groundwork with everything. Um, and I'd like to, if, if you guys are okay with it, I'd like to continue with this, like talking about like how we actually try and like, we talked about some of the like things that impact Mm -hmm. our relationship, Mm -hmm. but like, b then follow up with like maybe next time with when we aren't able to reconcile so then how do we manage like divorce and and relationships with the divorce or like trying that that attempt to reconnect especially after having kids and and building that that communication so those two different kind of concepts and then like so creating a relationship and, and kind of like our, our guests, Phil said, like, never quit, never stop dating kind of concept. Right. So how, like, what are some of the things that you think about whether we're actually doing it or not, things that you would like in a relationship um, or in a marriage to, to, to do the da- never stop dating or when you do have to go back into the dating pool, like what are some of the things that we think about? Like as far as getting back into that and, 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 how how to to model that for or, or and and ultimately do um healthy relationships um while having kids so um, that, that works that sounds good yeah, yeah sounds, sounds good works. yeah all right so i think that's what we'll talk about so like yeah and and, and until next time we'll be thinking about like um putting our penises in folds while we live in a van down, down by the river <laughs> or in a trailer <laughs>
2: <laughs> until next week kids when we talk about
1: <laughs> having, so that was enough of having fa- fun with fat folds um, <laughs> eric's
0: gonna have to listen back yeah, you're yeah. Gonna have to listen.
1: <laughs> so all right much cool. love y'all y'all have a wonderful day yeah yep. have a good one Oh, 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 before oh, we leave, oh. before we leave, before we leave, I forgot to say, okay, so um, it is February 11th, tomorrow is the Super Bowl, okay? Uh. <laughs> you so, want predictions. Wait, 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 so Joe and Eric were correct in picking the uh, Chiefs, and Damien and I were wrong with picking the, um, the Bengals. Mm-hmm. And then with the NFC, Damien was right with picking the Eagles, and the rest of us were wrong with picking the 49ers. And I'm I the one, like, compared to Joe and Eric, who love football, and Damien who loves football, Damien's the only one that got one right, and I got none of them right. So I bungled that completely. So what do you guys say as far as your prediction? You got Chiefs, Eagles. Eric and Joe, do you guys, since you don't really care, do you want to ride your Chiefs all the way into victory? Or are you thinking. Oh, they love changing? to ride Chiefs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, uh, motorcycle, the, the motorcycle. The motorcycle. What Scott picks
3: is my pick. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, honestly, I do think the Eagles will win.
1: Okay. I should root for the Chiefs because i
3: are in Missouri, but. i I was
2: gonna say i thought you were gonna root root for the chiefs because i thought so too
3: i thought so too totally should but i don't think they're gonna win okay joe
1: what about you
0: uh i'll go i'll stick i'll stay with the chiefs
1: stay with the chiefs okay damien what about you i I am gonna be a hobbit and ride the
2: eagles all the way man so (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah when the hobbits and they they ride the eagles yes yeah no 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 no. i know exactly what you're talking about oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) i know exactly okay. so for me now i'm 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 so i was thinking like okay i just i I would like me i don't really care and eric kind of messed me up because i figured like <laughs> joe and eric would go with the chiefs and then i hate the chiefs because i grew up a raiders fan as a kid until <laughs> the jaguars change
0: yours just because i was going to be contrarian i figured everybody would go eagles so yeah
2: I'm going Eagles because I think they're the better team. I'm not actually that much of a fan aside from they are East Coast. But, you know, no, so I just
1: I, like so I was going to say, like, it'd be Eric and Joe with the Chiefs and me and Tammy with the Eagles. I think that Eric was my prediction. Was. Don't, don't you
2: Don't you taint this now? Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby.
1: But so so I but no, it's like I, I hate the Chiefs. playing with a ball. I, I have to <laughs> stick with that, like because I hate I, I'm not rooting for the Eagles. I'm just rooting against the Chiefs and whichever team is placing playing the chiefs i have to go for um so you're going I have to go against so. i have to go with the okay, eagles good. okay so yeah. so i think joe uh our so our, our prediction is joe's the only one that's going to p- predict the uh super bowl correctly is 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 what we've now determined because, because I, I fucked everybody else that's up what i just said <laughs> don't put that evil on me ricky bobby <laughs> <laughs> god damn you ricky bobby
0: i was just thinking you know us losers gotta stick together i don't know <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, i hate yeah i just I, I i cannot root for like i like i was like yeah i'll i'll, I'll get behind my behind my homes but i really just cannot pick the chiefs like i respect like i can support the char like the Chargers, nobody gives a fuck about the Chargers. So I'm like, uh, oh, the Chargers are fine. Like the Broncos I hate, but I hate the Chiefs the absolute most out of all of those that used to be in the division with um the Raiders. Like even the Seahawks when they used to be. I I like the Seahawks now.
2: See, the Chiefs are a good team. Just, it's going to be a good. I think it's going to be really close. Oh, I think and it's going Yeah, I
1: think it'll be a great game. Honestly,
2: I, I think it could really go either way because all it takes mm-hmm. is one extra field goal or one friggin' bad penalty, and you know. But I mean, my my prediction is for the the Eagles, simply because I think they're the better team. But I, with I, two I, teams I, that are both very good and very competitive, it's it's going to be it's going to be close,
1: and and it I could think, come down the, to,
2: to anything. I end, think the so. Eagles
1: have a better defensive line.
2: Yes, I think that's going to be decisive honestly, but and
1: and the way that they shut down the 49ers dominant yep. defensive line was just like crazy. Yeah. So, I so. I think the yeah, Eagles be
2: defense is going to be the deciding factor in the game honestly. Um and right. both offenses are good uh but the Eagles just have the better defense. So
1: all right, so those are our predictions for the Super Bowl. Let's, like, by the time this goes out, it'll be well past the Super Bowl. But, like, we'll see how that goes. All right, much love, y'all.
4: Bye. Bye. Peace.
1: Peace. Bye. Bye.